Hey Skyfarers and welcome to Aethercast, the Character Overlords channel and podcast. Where today we're having a little bit of a catch up. I'm joined by uh, Max, my ever faithful avatar of Grumbrindle. How are you, Max? Hello everyone. I'm good, and, thanks. Uh, and also joined by Mr. Carl Cat, Beards of Glory. How are you, sir? I'm I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. And maybe we'll be joined by Corn. If he says a lot, who knows? <laughs> um, <And> the usual. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the plan for the show is we're just going to have a little bit of a catch up with, you know, the events that people have been to, the games that people played, how things are going, uh, and, you know, what's going on with the tournament scene in general. Uh, mostly picking mm -hmm. Carl's brains, because Carl, you've played, what is it? Well, it was over 30 games a week ago. So. So what, like 50 now? Who knows? No, not not 50, but I have lost count. <laughs> I, I did basically three yesterday. And then um, I did one on Thursday. No, two on Thursday. And I don't know, dude. It's just, I've just been playing constantly. <laughs> well, is this cool. real-life gaming or TTS? Both. Both. Um, the last few have been real-life. I did do one TTS last night. You've been burning the A for gold at both ends. There's, uh, a, there's okay. a store right next to my work, and I was just like, you know. Uh, so a lot of people uh, for Old Town Throwdown, which is happening next weekend, all the all the local people have been practicing a lot, so they've been showing up mm -hmm. like every day or every other day. And I work right next door, and I'm just like, well, I'll just keep my army in my bag, and I'll show up. The only downside is that I'm kind of teaching people how to play against me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're giving everyone practice against your army, but you, yeah. you're getting practice against theirs as well. So, swings yes, that's true. Well, and hi to everyone in the chat as well. Uh, Alexander Hernandez, uh, Sean Koenig in the chat. If there's anyone else in the chat, say hi. Um, yeah, so before we jump into some lists and stuff, let's have a look at some news. I think the only things I've really noticed, I don't think we've had anything from Games Workshop, have we? Yeah, more dragons. Oh, yeah, dragons. Did we, <laughs> we not mention them last, last week? Time. Yeah, but the two, the two news. Oh, news those are like big ones, named ones. And now there's people on top of dragons. Dragon riders. Yeah, you know, Zilfin is just out. getting better. Better and better every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we, we saw some rule snippets of. Stormcasts and cruel boys, but I think that's two weeks ago now. So yeah, I don't know. I think in August they said the new books. So let's see if anything changes for Stormcast, for Reefy Wings, or you know, Night Encounters, or there's some cool yeah. stuff that we can ally. Celestial Prime. That's a good something. point, actually. They don't really think about it, but if Stormcast gets buffed, so do we. I actually yeah, thought about taking. <laughs> Sometimes I think about taking a Lord Imperator or Impertent, whatever his name is, the guy who gives you a free CP every turn. Mm -hmm. Not actually the worst thing you could ally in. No. Is it? Uh, yeah. How many points is he? 170, I think. Seven, actually. Yeah, that's a lot. It is a lot, but CP, I'm using a lot of it. So he just he can use a free command ability, like he himself can issue a command without it being spent. It's like the mass scaler, basically. Oh, okay. So he might not necessarily be where you want him to be to do it either. But 
Uh, I would put him next to. I would. So I usually stick on the ground with half my army. Mm -hmm. This idea now that we're picking up our whole army and moving it all the time is not really something I run into. But maybe it's just a list that I build, but doesn't happen that much anymore. Especially with not being able. Don't be uh, out. <laughs> about yeah, yeah, that was that was literally me yesterday, and I will I will talk about that later when I talk about the yeah. list I'm taking. It was a it was a terrifying experience. <laughs> it does feel like you like end up now like sort of gravitating towards like, having bodies on the board and you know pushing you know pushing troops forwards a bit more than rather than you know flying ships about all over the place. Like it's. Mm. It seems to uh, the changes to the game have benefited doing that. So smaller board, that sort of thing. Smaller board, yeah. Honestly, yeah. We just four inch movement. The only time four inch movement really hurts now is retreating. Otherwise, mm. it's not that bad. Um, yeah. I just hate it when I'm like I'm on top of a building, or not even on top. I'm on top of a hill, and then somebody will come up and get me in combat. And like, well, I can't get down the hill because it's two inch vertical movement, and I need three inches to get away from you. So it's just like, uh, well, I guess I'm stuck here with you, and this kind of sucks. Yeah, That's something to think about. Yeah, because you want to be on terrain for cover and stuff, but yeah, that's a good point. But you can't retreat. Yeah. 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 Okay. And um, so the other news things uh, is that there's been some rulings from TOs for KO rules. So the first one we just alluded to. Is from Old Town Throwdown, which is next week, and they've given some warnings for KO. So uh, the first one is just clarifying that hitching is instead of a normal move. Therefore, you can't hitch if you can't make a normal move, which means you can't hitch pre-game. You know, if you were doing Alpha Beast Pack, or you can't hitch. You know, outside of the movement phase, such as in Zilfin in the hero phase. Mm. Okay, that's weird because we had an FAQ and. 2.0 said mm. you can do it. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, but unfortunately the FAQ is gone, so uh, they go very straight. So, I mean, the, the intent hasn't changed, has it? Well, so it could be that they're they changed their minds. It's entirely possible. They're like, you know what? We don't want you to be able to do that, so they just moved on purpose. Yeah. We don't well, actually know what the intent is. Yeah, there is there is another there is a new FAQ from Games Workshop in the core rules says if you can't uh, do like a normal move, then you can't do something instead of a normal move. The exact example is if you're in combat, then you because you can't do a normal move then, because you'd have to retreat, and you can't do something as a normal move. So how does that work? We were talking about this last night. If you're in a garrison, and you just get out of the garrison, but you're in combat with somebody, does that does that break that rule? Like, is that a retreat, or are you just setting up, or is that a teleport? Like, That's what's happening? a setup. So it's getting yeah, out. That actually works now. You can get out the back of the ship while the front is fighting, which yeah. is weird. You couldn't do you that. You can also before. get into a ship while it's in combat. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I came across this uh, recently with a Luminar Shrine. Like I was fighting close to it, and the guy inside was in combat. But then we looked, and he can just jump out. Mm -hmm. It's it's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had a we previously had an FAQ clarifying that you could get out of the boat when you're in combat before, anyway. No, there was a there's well, there's an FAQ saying you couldn't. I thought 
Uh, or in FAQ saying you couldn't get into a boat that was in combat already. Yeah, you couldn't get in, but you could get out before, and it didn't count as a retreat. I see. Um, okay. Which is how it still is. Um, there might still but be something. You couldn't. You couldn't leave in. a garrison if there's an enemy unit within three inches of the garrison. How, so how did that work? I can't remember. If your boat was in combat, you couldn't the... you couldn't get out at the back. <laughs> now you can, which is weird. But, I okay. feel like you were able to get out while you're in combat. It was, it was more... just difficult before because oftentimes there wasn't that space where you because you had to be yeah. three inches away, so there just wasn't space. I don't really run into situations where I'm actually getting wrapped anymore, especially mm -hmm. with stuff like Unleash Hell. Um, if somebody charges me, <laughs> just I uh, I was fighting Noblars last night. Um, this guy, my, my buddy had 20 Noblars and I was looking at it and I was like, wait a second, I have to kill them to a man because if I don't, he'll charge me with a single Noblar and eat my Unleash Hell. And so, <laughs> I had to unload the entire Ironclad onto it just to make sure that it died. It was such a weird experience. Mm -hmm. I, even, I, I even failed to do it. I didn't actually kill a Noblar. There was one left. It's <sighs> annoying. Um... Yeah, so uh, anyway, let's do the rest of these because two more. So um, I want to go for these very quick. Um, the next one is if an ability allows a ship to make a normal move out of the movement phase, uh, does not mean that hitting unit can make a normal move. So basically, in Zilfin, if you're doing a, mm -hmm. if, you're hit, if you're flying high in the air phase, and you, that doesn't automatically mean that the unit can hitch because mm -hmm. you know they can't move in the normal move uh, in the air phase. Uh, so both the ship and the hitting unit need to be able to uh, do a normal move outside of the uh, the movement phase. And the last one, which is uh, probably a bit more controversial, is about garrisoning and getting out of the garrison. So what they basically ruled is that uh, the very strict rules as written interpretation of, well, the core rule says you can't get out of a garrison out at any time other than the uh, end of the movement phase, that's when it says you can get out of a garrison. Then the flying transport ability says uh, you can get out after... No, you can't get out after a ship uh, has moved or flown high. And it says in brackets mm -hmm. that you can afterwards. Um, but what they're basically saying is that's not saying you can get out during the phase. It's not adding in a new time that you can get out. So they're basically saying the only way you can get out is if it's before the ship moves or flies high um, and and it's at the end of the movement phase, which means basically the ship has to okay. stay still and not move or fly high or movement phase. Uh, which is... It is brutal. Harsh. Makes you wish I was playing you need to You need to fly somewhere. Next turn, people can get out. The ship is stuck. And then you can move the ship in the first mm -hmm. round. It's yeah. just nonsense. Yeah, or you just the, leave stuff inside the ship all the, all the, the game. The three-turn move. It's not great. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I mean, you can that, get around this with pre-game moves, yeah, or hero phase moves, but still, it's redeploy, Zilfin fly high, but it's not. It's just complicated. Yeah, it's frustrating. I can see why they've made the ruling. They're like being very strict on the interpretation here. The trouble is, uh, we were talking about before the show started, is if you rule the opposite way around, 
that um, a unit can get out like it's a trigger. Mm-hmm. Like if the ship's about to move, you can get out immediately before it moves or flies high. Then there's nothing to stop you getting a unit out of the ship and then moving it afterwards as well. Well, you could so, add that to your TO rules. That yeah. Unit cannot move. Yeah, you'd have to basically add that as an uh, errata. I think basically what they're trying to do here is only do a, um, a clarification. Um, mm. It looks like Kron's awake. Kron's awake. Hello. Oh, God, oh, God. Hi, Kron. Uh, Hi, Kron. He, he's back with an he's echo. Back with an echo. Back with an echo. <laughs> yeah. Kron does all the talking the rest of the show. There won't be an echo. It's only when we speak. We'll just have the Kron show. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's gone again. I was gonna mute him, but so yeah, it's um, oh, it's a harsh rule, harsh ruling. Uh, Carl, you've got to play with this next week, so I do have to play it? with it. Ah, uh, is Matt gonna most... be there? Matt is playing um, Nurgle, but yes, uh, okay. I will probably kill him with his own ironclad. Is what's going to happen? <laughs> um, Why do you have his ironclad? I don't have one built and painted and like I don't have a magnet baron. I own two. They're Mm -hmm. they're just sitting there and I'm just like, I don't want to put you on a flying stand because that just gives me a headache. Um but Matt had his, so I was like, you know, if I could borrow yours, that'd be great. He said, Yeah, sure. And so I'm borrowing his. Okay. That's cool. Matt I don't know if Matt would be pleased about this ruling or not. He's been one of the very strong proponents of this ruling. Well, he's not playing KO, so it's okay. Yeah, well, that's probably why he's so strong about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but uh, moving on, because Old Town Throwdown is not the only event happening and not the only TOs making rulings, so we move on to Facehammer, which published this today. So they have added additional text um, as an errata to the flying transport ability. It says, if this model did not move in the movement phase and a unit left the garrison this turn it may make a normal move or run afterwards so what it's basically saying is the ships can move at the end of the movement phase um uh Kron is back, so it says it can move after people disembarked so. yes but the only time they can disembark the only reason to add this would be because uh, nothing not in the current rules stops you move, moving a ship after it disembarks, unless you're saying you can only get out of the ship at the end of the movement phase. It Does says that here that you can't retreat, which is interesting. Like you can't yes. get out of the boat and retreat. Yeah, it doesn't add. That was the other thing I was going to say. It doesn't. They haven't added in uh, retreat, which is interesting. So, uh, yeah, so they've taken a, a different stance on it, which is uh, interesting. So, see. well, it, it could retreat. Is it not move? Oh, no, it cannot because the retreat is also a move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that means you can't disengage, and that means if you're it's in just... combat, you can't disengage, fly high away. I know. These, all, all these rules, it's just people playing KO at the tournament. They're either discussing 10 minutes with their opponent, explaining them why or why not. Arguing with TOs who most of the times need to then first read the rules and understand what the complications are. It's just not not fun. No, and to, uh, to add to it as well, is that I've recently just messaged a TO for an event I'm going to in a couple of weeks and said, How are you going to rule this? And they're like, 
oh okay this is quite simple it's just the core rule uh the wall scroll overrides the core rules and mm. then i said okay so does that mean i can get out uh can i get out and then move as well afterwards and like oh hang on and it's like <laughs> at first they think it's simple and then they realize it's less simple very um, much not simple yeah unfortunately and it's a it's a horrible case of it's either really harsh in one direction or really strong for care in the other direction uh i'm just going to try mm. unmuting cron and see if we get a big echo okay are we having yeah. an echo again still yeah. yeah we are yeah we are uh, um i don't know what you did last time to fix last cron, but it worked last time yeah did you do the thing in the settings where you can there's like a tick box for echo cancellation yeah so now i've turned it off and back on again echo 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 hello yeah we're still getting yeah. echoes yeah um <sighs> I'm That's not strange. sure what to do. Uh, so, yeah, we are just talking about <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if there's an echo. Right. Um, I, I reckon try backing out one more time right. and coming back in. Yeah. I think he needs to make sure the sound is coming through his headphones and not through the, uh, cause look like he had earphones in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what he needs um, to do is come on, come on, come on time before the show starts <laughs> so we can test everything. Okay. Also, hello, Thomas RK. Back. Welcome, welcome so, to KO. Yeah. And Hi, okay. Let's see if we get an echo this time. Hello. Test. Hello. Okay. Hey, so yeah. I hear an echo. Third time is the charm, Cron. There we go. Okay. Cron, uh, okay. uh, uh, on the uh, subject uh, we've just been talking about, which you probably haven't even heard because you've just been spending time going in and out, but you yep. played an event last week, or actually no, yesterday, wasn't it? Your yesterday. yesterday. Our today. Whatever time zones um, Yeah. Not a, not a big event, just a little locals, little locals thing for a day. How did they rule getting in and out of the ships? Um, I mean, we were playing it as just uh, as as getting it as getting in and out as um, um at, at, at any point during the movement phase. Okay, but could you get out and then move the unit afterwards in the same? No, phase? definitely not. Okay, so they said you couldn't do that. They basically did two different probably... rules. We just went yeah. went with the old with the old rulings. Mm. Yeah. Probably a decent um, way of doing it now. It's what we need is a compromise yeah. in the middle. Okay. Yeah. So, because uh, being, being able to move after you got to get out would be insane. Like there's nothing that really says you powerful. can't is the thing. But yes, I agree mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. Because okay. if it's technically not getting out of a garrison, I guess, yeah, but if it is getting out of a garrison, then 
Yeah. Well, no, that's it's... the problem. If it is getting out of a garrison, mm. then there's nothing to say you can't move. Mm-hmm. Because getting yep. out of a garrison is at the end of the movement phase, which is normally the stipulation that says you can't move. But if you can get out of the garrison at any point, you can get out six, and you can basically play 40k, where you get out and then move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you... nuts. Yeah. It's kind like... of nuts. We get out four inches. You... I'm sorry, we move four inches. <laughs> yeah. It's not a huge amount of movement, but when you think you get, you've already got out six, and it's only within, not holding mm-hmm. in. Not so that's seven inches. Seven oh, we've got an echo again, Quan. Oh, we've got an echo again, Quan. Uh, uh. Well, actually, I'd take it back. You could move seven. <laughs> seven then. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like 11 yeah, inches, basically. Like 11 inches. Basically. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, echo still? He, I don't know until I speak to Yes, yeah, still there. Uh, you know, whatever you just move, did, redo it. If we could <laughs> move afterwards, we don't actually do. I would play Mornar with frigates, and then put everybody in the frigates, and then run, jump out. Like everybody jump out and run. And so in the first turn, everyone would move like 13, 14 inches coming out of the boat, and then they'd be within nine inches and on every single middle objective. And you just unload with all your Arcanaut company. Yeah. Actually, take three ironclads with 20 arcs each. Is that, is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's, you just start looking into those sort of things where you're getting uh, 11 inch movement on arcs or thunder. Another thing is that you can basically use the length of an ironclad. Like you get into the ironclad and then get out and walk, and you gain like six inch move. Yeah, you, the garrison rules does say you can't get in and out in the same phase. No, but next person. Yeah, yeah, still. Yeah, next I wanted to cycle. Um, you gain like eight inches. Because what you can do, what I was doing last night, is I had 20 arcs in the boat, 10 arcs behind. So what I wanted to do was put 20 arcs down, get 10 arcs in the boat, and then move the boat in order to get everybody into combat range. Because um, yes. you could do that in the previous edition. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that with the current rules. Yeah. Uh, Coral, it looks like you're back and no echo. So... I don't know what you did, but it's better. Don't don't touch okay. anything. Yeah. Okay. Sit still. Don't breathe. Just, don't <laughs> move. Don't breathe. Don't do anything. All right. Okay. So on that note, the first list we're going to look at is Kron's, where Kron has to do stuff and talk. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, Kron, you went to an event yesterday. So how'd it go? Yeah. Um. Um. um should we go for the list first uh, for people listening tomorrow or whatever? They can't sure. see. So you were Mornar. Mornar. Um, um, it's it based a little bit off of um, off of uh, Alex's list from last week. I just mm-hmm. m- made some tweaks to it to make it uh, work better for me, I guess. Mm. Uh, I've got an Admiral with Opportunistic Privateer. Two navigators. Uh, one of them has the Gale Force Star. Uh, three units of twenty Arcanauts. Um, ten unit. Uh, unit ten Thunderers, just all rifles. Uh, one Garacopter, a frigate, and an Ironclad. Um, everything bar the uh, frigate is in the um, battle is in a battle regiment, and the frigate's just freestanding. So two drops. Oh, it's uh, oh, the Garacopter. <clears throat> 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a troop. Five, you can have five troops. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't. It wasn't listed on the oh. pink content. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, is it a yeah. steam gun as well on the gyrocopter? Uh yeah. Yeah. Not that it's not that the gun really makes a difference. The gyrocopter is not there for shooting things. The gyrocopter is there just to fill out points, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's fast. It caps objectives sometimes. It's seventy mm-hmm. points, seventy-five. Seventy-five. So think... you could have had three ether wings and a triumph. Mm. Uh, with more wounds. But, uh, yeah. Honestly, that's what I was gonna say. I I find that the triumph is still <laughs> infinitely useful for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he he can drop bombs. So is is that? It does drop yeah. bombs. Yeah. I, I forgot just... about that. You forgot? Oh my <laughs> God, dude! I was like, I was looking at you, uh, sir, because because uh, Steven sent me your list yesterday. I think and I was looking at it like, oh, uh, okay. I know what this gyrocopter does. He's he's using it to like bomb the unkillable monster heroes. That's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. You didn't use it a single time. Oh my <laughs> no. god! Uh, okay. It existed to take my to basically sit on my home objective or go take an objective from somewhere in left field. Yeah, uh, and yeah, then yeah. die the moment they anything looked at it. But either way, you know, <laughs> yeah, it worked for a turn. Um, no, so I played. Um, uh, it, it's a, it's it's a very control kind of list. Um, I'm not sure about if KO Alpha Strike works so much anymore, but holding objectives and just circling the wagon definitely works. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's interesting you say it's sort of based on Alex's list, because it seems quite different uh, to me, because his list was basically about getting lots of drill cannons. Seemed to me that's what he was going for. You're you're more about getting bodies. The hero choices are similar. Um, yeah, so I, maybe, I also yeah, saw his his twenty archonauts in an ironclad. Um, yeah, I saw him doing that, and I really like that idea. And yeah, so with using the Mornar redeploy, even though the iron the ironclad is it's got the last word relic, so. Um, you put 20 Arcanauts in it and it's full, it's got 5-inch movement, it can't fly high, but the redeploy isn't a fly high. And mm-hmm. um, once it's in position, it kind of just... It, it sits there and it's just this unassailable fortress, really, because it, it's halving the charge of anything that comes close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, shooting it twice if it, if, it, if it charges in and then the Arcanauts get to fight first with plus one hit. Hmm. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. They, no, they don't. You yeah, get the fight the, first on uh, your opponent's turn. Uh, because the Mourner has the once per game fight first ability. It says in, in, your, in, your, in your combat phase. Oopsie. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wish you could fight first. Then what's the point? What's the point? The point is that when you charge in somebody and you have an Admiral and an Engine Master, they both get the clap cheeks at yeah. the same time. Well, if, if you're right. not doing that, it, uh, it it's completely mm-hmm. useless. Or well, or you, you have an Admiral and Gontrek, and they both get to fight mm-hmm. first in your turn. Two units of Endurag is in, say, in the same phase. That or, too. That was what it used to be used for. Yeah. Or, or you, you charge something that also has a always strike first thing. 
Actually, no, two units of nine engine riggers then. That's not a bad idea. Except for the fact that engine riggers are not great in large groups in Mornar because But don't you with the strike first just trade. strike first and then activate normally your second yes. unit? So basically so, it's just activate mm. twice. Yeah, that's yes, what I'm saying. You get a, you get a... Right. Yeah. Right. Um I see. So... I did that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get on with oh. this? list uh first, like the 20r claws did they do well did they not um in an ironclad yeah so um uh, it it just puts out they put out just a lot of dice um mm -hmm. with no ren but i find that th there's not that much difference between ren one and no rend anymore yep i agree mm -hmm. i agree because they can't get so, more than plus one save so it doesn't matter mm -hmm. how many Pluses they stack. It's just you know, hope for yeah. those ones and twos. So uh, I, I fought a list that was a lot of stegodons in my second game, and uh, they were just you know popping shots through the. the it's a three plus armor save, regardless of um, whether the thunders were shooting them or the archons were shooting them. The archons just put out more shots, mm -hmm. so it, it was it worked out really well. Mm -hmm. What about the ones that were mm. in the boat? Um. Oh. I, I mean, I suppose the, the, the range really hurts them. Just having a 9-inch range means they're not really putting their, uh, as much firepower as they could uh, out against uh, enemy units. But they just they sit there, and they, they, they can take a charge, have only uh, four or five people left at the end of it, but you use the share, and they're still sat, standing around. Mm -hmm. And they'll, they'll just keep holding that position, even if, a, like, the big... Like death unit comes at them. Did you know? Um, you know you can use a rally in your opponent's turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but Sorry. only if they don't. Only if they're not in in combat with something already. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when you have a block of twenty arcs, though, and you just as you die, go out of combat, and if they double turn you, you rally and go back into your screen. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 20 man units are pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that gives you what. Like free Arcanauts pack. It, sometimes, it was actually enough like, for me because when we have a monster that came onto your objective that has counts as five, and you mm -hmm. rally onto it, and then you know you take the objective back. Yeah, because I, mean, I had a game against Luminef with twenty Sentinels and twenty Warrens, and he kept doing rally all the time, and he like brought back one or two each. My my friend brought was doing that. He, he regularly brought back three every time he did it. It was kind of nuts. I know it's not 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 usually the case, but like it's the fact that you can. And so, um, uh, oh no, that's a that's a maybe that's a forty k thing. But yeah, um, <laughs> what? So, what? Why do you have rifles? But uh, old, um, mostly because so the the. the they're designed to stay on the frigate and the, uh, oh you have a frigate my frigate, bad yeah, okay you're good you're yeah good. so the, the frigate and the ironclad kind of stay together like that they need to work as as one unit essentially the frigate being behind the ironclad to um mm -hmm. make use of the iron all the ironclad's defensive measures um i mean the frigate almost never got touched and um uh, with the rifles and 18 inch range you can kind of shoot over the ironclad and um, you still got you can still hit whatever you need to hit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, 
just keep keeps them keeps them in the game, and then later on, the, uh, turn four and five, the figure can go off and start taking other objectives and just sweating out. Uh, so, for when you said the plus one to hit on the Arknots, you didn't mean from uh, Repel Borders, right? Uh, no, the, that's just all out attack. Okay, cool. Just making sure. I, I I really like the list. I also feel like if I were playing it personally, I totally would take the Aether Wings, and then I'd swap the uh, mm -hmm. Sky Cannon and the Last Word for maybe the Hook and Ram, because since you have a two-drop, oh. you get to choose if you want to go first. Yeah. And so you can shoot whatever you want, you'll be in range, and then you can just move forward and make that charge, and then you have your 20 arcs, you have your fight with two dudes at the start, so you know, like your Admiral and your... your um, Arcanauts, and you get plus one to hit on everybody, and until you kill half their army, and you know, get the first turn. Are you taking first turn, or are you usually taking like second? Um, I was usually taking first turn just um, to get the navigators working on their um, on, on, on their, their big flying uh, kill unit, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, makes sense. Quart quarter move um, Archeon straight away. So, so part of the funny thing yeah. about if you if you take the ram and the the um the hook if you make the charge you kill the thing that you're trying to kill and then when somebody moves in front of you you gale force staff and redeploy backwards uh mm. so you can get all the kills that you wanted to still get your value out of the gale force staff and then still not get touched in combat yeah with re redeploy is really nice on on gale force staff but it, it it's weird because it, yeah because the, the, the setup i've got you really don't want to redeploy because you want to get the over get the most out of the Overwatch. Um, you you want but, to be around. Just there are certain things you don't want to. I mean, you cannot kill with the uh, with the Overwatch. Uh, one question about what you just said. I mean, the redeploy happens, uh, not the redeploy. The yeah, is that redeploy? The one where I move backwards instead of D six. Yeah. The mm. redeploy happens before Gale Force. I did so sequence to, that wrong, but yeah, it's you the need same to thing. you need to take care that you don't move out of twelve. So then at the start of charge phase, there's nothing that you can have charge. Yeah. Usually in the situations I've always found myself in, somebody moves at three, and then uh, I just redeploy. If I go back an inch, it turns into an eight inch. If I go back two inches, it turns into a ten. Mm -hmm. um, so like in the case of fighting three Stonehorns that are going before me, um, you know. I'll wait until the last one moves. I'll redeploy backwards, hopefully behind the arc knot screen that was like right there. Go to the other side. I, it depends on like sometimes I I love using the last word and then on the shell, but there are certain things you do not want to get charged by two different um, god monsters. Like no. if if a if a vampire lord on zombie dragon with a two up on rendable, as well as Neferata with a two up on rendable, come into you in the same turn. You can't kill either of them, and you can't retreat, and you can't redeploy back. You know, you can't actually get away from them. So there, there's, there's certain times where um, uh, I've actually just not even used last word in certain games because it's just like uh, Gale Force backwards. And so mm. having the ability to do mortals, and I can't do it in my list because my list is like a ten drop. But in your list, because you have a two drop, you do get to choose. Um, mm. But the I, issue I is also always going to be that you're going to be nine inches away for the battle round. That's true. Well, that's but that's why you get to Skyhawk. So plus two. Yeah. Uh, oh, why are you nine inches away with the battle round? You because redeploy in front. You redeploy nine inches away. 
but then you can run and run up to them anyway. Oh, right. Yeah, no, you can't. So, mm. Mm. I mean, you could take the Skyhook and then you're looking well, for sevens. Mm. But, uh, yeah, sevens, yeah. rerollable. Every rollable is, is doable, and even if you fail, it's not a big deal. Because mm. then you still have the Gale Force um, staff to keep people yeah. at bay. I also uh, started using the Bellacore um, Triumphs uh, with, with this, with the, the Navigators, mm -hmm. just giving the Ironclad just extra movement. Um, Very important in that list. Yeah. yeah, the extra D6 is pretty good. And, and, and the rolling runs. Uh, right? The yeah. boat has revealed re 10 reroll runs, by the way. Oh. You don't need a navigator for that. The only yeah, thing that that gives you is reroll charges. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. So I want to just pick up some questions from the chat. Uh, so RK asked about if the Ironclad is full with models, can hitches still be added or do, do they count towards the maximum number of models in the Ironclad? And they don't count towards the models in the Ironclad. But in the context we're right. discussing at the moment with Mornar, the redeploy pre-game you can't hitch with. So mm. in in Mona, you would you wouldn't be able to say redeploy with twenty five models into Ireland and hitch, you would be, yeah, just mm. do it. Um, but in other Skyports, if you're, you know, like in Zilfin, if you're doing a, a hero phase, well, actually no, not in Zilfin anymore. Bad yeah, time. it's it's tricky now. <laughs> but uh, if you do a, yeah. only if you if do you a fly high phase, then yeah, then you could then and and you had a um uh the. The, the artifact that lets you fly high with that many models on it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then another question was, uh, what gives the reroll charges, which is the navigator, if he doesn't yeah. half move something, or if he uses gold, then he can do both. Well, you have two navigators. One can half move, and the other can reroll charges. And you can stack them, apparently. <clears throat> yes. For a quarter, quarter... Ready move. Archeon and Morrissey aren't that scary when they're, when they're slower than Gotrek. Yeah, Archeon on a 3.5 inch move is okay. It's acceptable. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, yeah, so... you're basically uh, take, taking turn one with this. Uh, it lets you also like shove your Archonauts and like, take all the objectives in that first turn mm -hmm. and have the ha have this frigate ironclad on a, on a, um, on a flank. And then the opponent kind of has to choose: Does he go and like try and take the objectives and win the game, or does he try and deal with this massive thing that's sitting in his side, just hammering his army? Well, it's not hammering as strong as it used to, but yeah. <laughs> no, but it still deletes a unit a turn. Yeah, the, uh, on the units. I actually well, think it, it hammers harder than it used to. To be honest, the Ironclad itself is, is actually doing better for me um, by itself than it used to. Okay. Yes, probably because you would normally in the past save your gold for reroll saves. And now mm -hmm. you're probably using like one attack or something. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're oh, swapping buffs from being defensive to being off offensive. And the, the gold for the ship will always now be used on plus one to wound at some point. Also, so. the ship just always does more damage in the enemy's charge phase than it does in your own turn for some reason. That's just a lore that you've, you've had. <laughs> it is, it's, it's, it's the fact that you can't all-out defense in the charge phase, 
which means that your three up unkillable monster becomes a four up and you'll start rolling threes. Um, that's that's the narrative that I've constantly found myself in, where it's just yeah. like, well, especially you're, last you're night. You hit one less, so. Sorry, what? Did it even sound? Your yeah. minus, one minus one to hit. But you can have, um, you can still use a triumph. You can still get um, damn terrain, which I tend to put myself next to. Um, for the plus one to hit, so it lasts until. Never thought of. No, I hadn't considered that until someone yeah, mentioned that in what's situational. Happened, it's I situational, think, but uh, it's, um, it's been consistent for me. Yeah, I, I, like I've, I've killed an, a terror guys on the Overwatch, and I've also failed to do like uh, maybe two wounds to a a, a a more crusher that got that was charging into me. So it's mm. very swingy. Sometimes it works amazingly. Sometimes it just. It's the fact that you get the second shot at all, though. So, like, if your Ironclad gets to shoot in your turn, and it gets to shoot in the opponent's turn, and it gets to shoot again in the last word turn, you've suddenly yeah. made your 500-point... Um, you know, your 500-point chip is now shooting, like, 200... Ah, sorry, 1,000 points. Yeah. yeah. And then and then drops drops bombs as well for just an extra... Bombs just a well. little extra mortal wounds. And if mm -hmm. you somehow didn't die, you just back up and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It doesn't lose damage as it takes damage. The thing is insane. Um, Although you cannot disengage from flying monsters. So. It's true. But we have two navigators. So why are you getting charged by a flying monster? Yeah. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're 100% right. There, yeah. there are like flying like bats. Someone's throwing bats. Because on triple, like, well, triple uh, yeah. terror guys list. Triple I don't know. <laughs> no, it happens. There was a triple terror guys list at this, at this event. I didn't. I didn't fight it. Um, yeah. Uh, I well, fought, I fought a Kragnos. I fought a Cloak and Phoenix, and then I fought nine Storm Vermin. Uh, nine Storm Fiends. Croak and Storm. Phoenix. How does that work? Because uh, uh, Seraphon can take um, Caesar Sigma allies now. That oh. changed. So it was four Stegodons, what? Croak, and a Frostar Phoenix. With they needed the buff. Oh no, he's an ally. He can't. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, oh, uh, Croak cast spell. Phoenix gets plus uh, one save. Yeah. Phoenix gets stupid. Mystic Shield. Phoenix gets fifteen billion buffs to saves and just walks into it's things. Like, yeah. It's like the old yeah. Frost Heart Phoenix in Silver Nef list, isn't it? Where you just cast laser spells and. No, he, he he always gets that mm. tuned to magic, so he gets the plus one from someone casting. Yeah. Someone casts Mystic Shield onto yeah. him. He gets a, a phoenix. Two, in and he a does best day ever. He's on a one spells. plus and a four mm. plus. The yeah, best uh, thing about it—it it didn't matter against Yukron, but the best thing about it is the fact that it gives a minus one to wound aura. So, like, mm -hmm. if people go into combat with him, those Stegodons, because he is also an engine of the gods, um, people go into combat with him, they have minus one to wound. The Stegodons don't die. Then he aura mm -hmm. heals them. They can heal them with Croak too. And so we, yeah. we actually practiced that list a lot. And he told me that he rolled like crap against you with his three ups. <laughs> he, he didn't roll fantastically. And there was a turn where Croak actually miscast. And then no magic happened. Wow. Um, Croak took some wounds. And then I shot the Phoenix. And he forgot how to roll a four plus, And the Phoenix just. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, cool. it's a tough list. Um, it's hard, it's hard, especially with the coalesced being 
you know, reduce our damage by half, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, all the your, your, the ironclad and the frigates, the, all the carbines and cannon, uh, cannon scatter shots, just not nah, damage one now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which, again, made the Arconauts really good because it was just massive amounts of damage mm-hmm. one things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did, I like um, does it tempt you to take the volley gun at all? Playing this against mm. something like that? No, because... Word. Nah, you just, you just switch from um, Scattershot to Solid Shell and then go, right, five mm-hmm. damage, five damage, five damage. Mm-hmm. Ren 2 is... Uh, just being able to, yeah, put Ren 2 into something is really nice sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also found that damage. with the gun holder and the, the ironclad that sometimes oh, when they buff up so many saves you just switch to the single shot with more rend. Mm. Or just shoot something else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. was it was it just the oh. Skaven you lost to? Yeah, it was just the Skaven <laughs> and that's because yeah they got the they teleported this this warp lightning vortex. It wasn't the storm vermin, those I was Kind of staying at a range of, but like, like I let him take turns. You mean storm fiends? Storm fiends. Yeah, yeah. Storm fiends. Cannon. Cannon. No. Not warp lightning cannon. vortex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> warp lightning cannons um, are so scary right now. They're good because they get they don't suffer the minus to hit. They just unleash hell and roll a one and. And they do mortal wounds. <laughs> it's just boom. There goes your ship. Yeah. So I I le- I let him take turn one. Because I didn't think I was going to be able to take out the Storm Fiends in one turn. Mm-hmm. So I, t- I no, sat back, but... sat back, let, made, forced him to take turn one, and he got he teleported the Warp Lightning, board, uh, yeah. warp lightning Cannon, did roll the one, did 12 mortal wounds to the Ironclad, and then the Storm Fiends used some of their 24-inch range things, just pop off six more wounds and just... Wind launches, yeah. D3 plus one damage. Mm. Yep, pretty and insane. Pretty much all my maneuverability is just gone. Yep. Kill the ironclad mm. turn one before I get to do anything with it. It's like, ugh. oh yeah. No, how um, did he? How did he teleport the cannon through a no hole? No holes. Uh, in his um, in his deployment zones. So he went into it in his deployment and came out like somewhere in the midfield. Uh they were kind of yeah. Um, they were both. Kind of in his deployment zone. Um, he just switched from one side of the board to the other side of the board. What's the range on the camera? 24. Ah, I okay. And I, I, I'd redeployed the ironclad somewhere midfield ish because if, if it's sitting in the corner and it can't fly high, then it's really like in this mm. list, ironclad can't start in the corner because it just gets stuck. Yeah, I could also just not redeploy. Sometimes, sometimes that's the answer. Mm. Yeah, but then it be then it's then it's stuck in the corner. Well, no, you just fly high, in your turn. Yeah, you just fly high next like, turn. Like it can't it can't fly to, it can't fly. Well, high. let's just say. Let me put it this way: if I knew I was playing against a shooting enemy, um, I looked at their board and said, "Okay, you have two warp lightning cannons and nine storm fiends. Mm. I don't want to be anywhere near that." So I would not have my twenty arcs in the free, in the ironclad. I'd probably be like, "Okay, I'll leave the people outside." They can get in if I want them to, and then I can make that you know 14-inch move, auto-run uh, stuff. If I let them come first and they move forward, and then I can get into it. Or I can leave them out and then pick up the ironclad and go somewhere else. Uh, if you don't take the redeploy, there's no reason to ever keep your uh, arcs in. Like You don't put them in the boat to start with. Does mm. that make sense? 
because if you're, you're just staying in the deployment zone, you give yourself the option to go forward, stay yeah. there, redeploy, fly high, you know. Because um, then also, if you're on the ground, you can give yourself buffs. You don't have a chemist, but I do. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And then just uh, try to retaliate with as much fire as you can. Yeah. And then no, especially if you turn. have your 60 arcs and they move forward and you just run forward and shoot everybody. Yeah. You don't need the ironclad. Mm. You, you, you typically you do, but you don't need it. You know? I, I do need it. I need to. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need it dead. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, Corn, uh, after having played this list and trying it out at an event, would you change anything in it? Um, he healing for the ironclad. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you can't heal someone word save i've still got so i've got these two other variants that i don't it, it's I'm, I'm still trying to decide what's the best thing to put in in my backfield so it's right now i've got two squads of 20 arconauts but it could be two squads of 10 arconauts and one squad of 20 iron breakers or it could be two squads of 10 arconauts and one squad of 10 thunderers and i don't know which which ones the best option here. I went with just 60 Arconauts now because lots of bodies is nice. I didn't have any Iron Breakers, but I don't know. Also, I'd have to get rid of the Gyrocopter, but mm. yeah, um, figuring out that. I like, I like, I, I, I need two navigators mm. and I, 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 I I could replace the Admiral with an Endwood Master, but the Admiral's also really nice and gives the boat the run and shoot and repel borders and reroll ones to hit. That's the thing. Reroll ones to hit. Battleship community. Run and shoot is actually fantastic in lists like this where you're taking 20 arcs in a boat. You need it, right? Like, because the boat is running every turn, yeah. yeah. I don't think you swap, especially in Mornar. You always nearly need an admiral because of what you're you're doing with the ironclad. You don't need it in every list, yeah. but like in Mornar, I think you do. Yeah, uh, well, especially in Mornar with twenty arconauts in an ironclad. If it was just ten or with without the um, buoyancy aid, yeah, because it just it has to run. It can't otherwise. It's just going to be trundling forward five inches a turn, which is going to get it nowhere. Well, you can add D6 twice with the Navigator's Guild Triumph. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, yeah, I think we covered your list, Con, and stuff. Uh, anything else you want to add quickly, Con, or I think we covered everything? Um, I mean, of, of, those, yeah, of those sort of three different things you're considering, which one are you leaning towards? Um, I really want to try the Iron Breakers one time. That's mm -hmm. also probably because I just want to make a conversion of, of uh, Iron Breakers and Arconauts to make like breaching Arconauts. Mm -hmm. With shields? Yeah. yeah. So basically put the, the Iron Breaker shields and hammers onto mm -hmm. an Arconaut body and just go. Okay. Yeah, I did, yeah, did I, something similar recently. I had my, my, my third unit of Arconauts, they all have hammers from the Iron Breaker kit now. Because I have one with axes, one with the swords, and now a third one with. I want to see that if you have pictures. 
I want to see Iron Arcanauts. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's basically just I cut off the the tip of the axe and stuck on the, the head of the hand. Ah, that's fair. I was wondering if the arms oh, yeah. were actually, you could just. No, no, the it's just, on. just the head of the weapon so I can tell them apart the three units. I was going to replace all both arms just because yeah, they're supposed to be iron breakers. Or the, like even... Then where do you put the pistol? Oh, they're, they're iron breakers. They don't have pistols. They got shields. Mm, yeah, true. Unless the the, the iron iron beard, the, the captain ha can have a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, you could you could keep the hammer and the pistol unless they're in different arms. In which case, uh... you can have like a shield and a pistol. No, no. So what you do? Yeah, you just glue <laughs> yeah. the you glue the pistol onto the shield. You make this like forty k weapon, right? And you just. Got little shield pistols. <laughs> if you've seen okay. the new Sisters of Battle, they actually have tower yeah. shields with a pistol in it. It's kind of mm. nuts. Huh. And there's um, preacher models you can get with like a hole in the shield for to poke a pistol through. They're pretty cool. Oh yeah, just, yeah. yeah like a little... cutout, yeah. a cutout, and on the top where you can just yeah. And those those are really cool. Mm. And they um, should totally make them as the next KO unit. Yes, I would Damn. say that, but Thunders are doing so well as as just shock mm. like guardians. Yeah, it's, speaking of Thunders, I think I would lean to putting a unit of Thunders in there, corn because it would give you like a third threat. You've got like the Ironclad going around with Arcanauts in it doing damage. You've got a frigate that can go either with the Ironclad or elsewhere, and then you'd have the Thunders because they've got the 18 trains that can project from your backfield. But yeah, yeah. Has so, no, but they're More in the frigate. Thunders. They're in the frigate, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. So, so you, you, what you're saying is you want more funders? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the options he was talking about, you know, I think the run, if he's going to have bodies in his backfield, then I think bodies that can project power. Mm -hmm. like that. Mm. Cool. But it's just it's yeah. just it's less bodies though. You'd only have ten models. Which don't hold objectives as nicely. I don't know. It, yeah, I'll, I'll can't get on. <laughs> Ten thunders is more the best offense is the best best defense is good offense, but I also like a good defense. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to try it out. But for what it what it does, which is this this control meta, I like this list. So I'll I'll. I'll Probably try keep doing things um, similar to this, yeah. and then mm -hmm. wait for the FAQ on Alpha Pack and to, for me yeah. to lean into that side. Yeah. Your pivot points are the, the second, the, like the two other units of Arcanauts and the Gyrocopter, and how you spend those points. I think everything else is like pretty logged in. Yeah, you need one unit. Yeah. So uh, you got like two hundred and seventy-five points to play with. You can do um, um, yeah. How many heroes do you have in the battle regiment? Is it three? Three. Uh, three. Okay. Three, yes. Three and, there a, are... and a commander, though, isn't it? So four? Nah, I think what, it's just what, two, one... two sub-commanders. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I would totally put another hero in there if I could. You, you, mm. Well, let's see. How many three-drops did you run into? Um, There were... Most of them were three drops, yeah. Most of them were three drops. Interesting. Yeah. So the Skaven was a three drop. Um, 
I think the first one with Kragnos was also a three drop. There was like Kragnos, uh, Orkon Dragon, and then one like a battle regiment. Okay. I, I thought I would imagine most things would actually be one or four. Um, so I'm surprised that it's. Yeah, also a couple of two. Like it's a battle regiment plus an extra like commander because he didn't fit mm -hmm. into the battle regiment. Yeah, I guess. Or like a, a big yeah. god monster or something. Yeah. Okay, uh, so question from the chat before we move on to Carl Yulis. Um Is an Ironclad essential, or do we think two frigates? Iron, ironclad is better. Just ironclad because an Ironclad has power. a better save than two frigates. Mm -hmm. and it's Got cheap. a better save. Um, the, the buffs go further. So yeah, there's so... something to be said about having two units and two units that go out and do their own things. The, the problem is they're squishy, um, uh -huh. they're less consistent, and the, they don't really hold buffs well. Like if you're really leaning into MSU, it's not a bad idea. Because um, I think in the end, you'll actually have more wounds if you do it this way, like where you take. But if you go MSU, then you go all gun holders, not frigates. Oh. Frigates are just, for 250 points, they're shit. Let's be honest. <laughs> you put people for what they do. The, the shoot, though, but... the shooting is the same as a gun holder plus like four, two, whatever carbines and four carbines. Honestly, if you're I taking think... a frigate, you need to use it for its um, transport. You need to. Yeah. You're spending a lot of points on transport capacity. And you need to be able to use that. So that that and was the question was like an iron uh, like could you go instead of like an ironclad and a frigate with thunderers? Could you go two frigates both with thunderers? It's a question. But I think I wonder the, iron the problem with the frigate is then where do you put the admiral? Yeah, yeah, because the, the frigate can't. If you get stick them. him into the frigate, then it's already overburdened, and then you, yeah, you have the whole. Then you can't put the twenty arcanauts in there. And, yeah. an, an ironclad is just really nice and has all of the best ship uh, boat, boat artifacts. That's the um, yeah. You lose the last word and stuff like that. So frigates have yeah, stupid ending works. They're just useless. Stupid ending works. Although maybe in this list with the redeploy, uh, there could be an argument for the extra move one. But what if you put? Uh, you just had like seven or eight frigates with Arcanaut Company inside, and you just kind of sit in the back. And then somebody like kind of moves forward. Then you're like, okay, well it's now my turn. You get within nine inches with all the boats. Get eight all frigates. The company. Is it eight frigates. Eight frigates. Eight. That that two. doesn't even work points wise. That's two thousand points already. Okay. Well, <laughs> whatever whatever we get you frigates with guys inside. Like that would be meters. a lot of a lot of shots you get to put in. Um, you know, they're not they're not five. quality shots, but they're quantity five shots. Five frigates with five units of thunders and still have points for heroes. You oh, just have like a navigator in the back, mm, but you can't have five units of ten funders because you only have four reinforcements. No, he's talking no, about what? Arcanauts. Five units of five. Oh, oh you yeah. just said funders. I meant to say Arcanauts. Did I say funders? Oh, okay. Yeah, the you said funders. Yeah. Oh, I meant um, yeah. with Arcanauts, but yeah. yeah sure. I mean, because no, like Kron said, it it doesn't, you don't need Ren. Ren doesn't twice. matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's the other thing with funders. They're good ish if you buff them with chemist and and the the triumph and whatnot and, and the command point but or, if or if not like freeze and fours for that for 270 points mm -hmm. 
nah, they're not yeah. doing they're not the doing thing their work. I like about a, a frigate with run, uh, rifle funders is that they can play from 18 inches away as opposed to when that's the only reason. The ironclad, yeah, the ironclad you want I, to play I have with 10 in my list, less. but I need the chemist uh, guild triumph to give them real ones to wound. Mm -hmm. I give them the, the triumph and give them a command point so they're. They are twos and threes, re-rolling ones. Yeah. In frings or re-rolling ones to hit. And then they do damage with 22 shots. Mm -hmm. But other than that, they don't do nothing. Yeah. Like if they are threes and fours, that's nothing. Against like a two plus save. Yeah. No. Um, we're an hour in something We need to look at what because we can't. Because if, if there was time, I was hoping to look at the old town throw damage as well. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, so Carl, you've been to m multiple events, haven't you? Uh, but one of them was the doubles. One of them um, was the doubles, yeah. Yeah, so very close to this. Your 2000 point list, um, and then obviously loads of practice games and stuff. So I'll quickly run for it for people that can't see the screen listening in the future on the podcast. Uh, Barrett Monar, 2000 points on the nose, Admiral in the Warlord Battalion. Uh, with opportunistic privateer, uh, navigator with the gale force stave, and mm. chemist with spell in the bottle, engine master of engine harness, the one on foot, and go trek gurnison. Um, three units of 10 archnauts, one of which is in the warlord battalion, two in hunters of the heartland. I just realized I forgot battalions before the navigator and the chemist are in the warlord battalion as well. Uh, 10 funders with mixed weapons, which is a one fumigator, two deck sweepers, two red cannons, one mortar, four rifles, ironclad with volley cannon, and the last word. And then you've got the warp lightning vortex, and yeah, the battalions, as we mentioned, are warlord and hunters of the heartland for 10 drops and 98 wounds. So. Yeah, I need to take a breath. Um, <laughs> a, lot of a, lot of, a lot of units. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, the, the the standout thing is Go Trek, probably. Can't ignore Go mm -hmm. Trek in the list. So, how did you get on with him? Go um let's see. Go Trek almost need, did everything I needed him to do. So, usually, the, the, the problem with Go Trek is Go Trek can't make it into combat. Now, mm -hmm. what my list did was it um one thing i kind of want to key on this here is that this list differs from both cron and i are playing control because moinar is basically a control um uh skyport but for cron since he has a two drop he gets to choose the pace kind of it's because mine's a 10 drop um my opponent gets to choose the pace because they are the uh they are the ones who are going to always pretty much drop below me um but the difference here is that for this list i have to know exactly how my enemies play because i have pretty much every single game i baited them into taking first turn um which is typically you don't want to do that against ko because you don't want to get doubled by ko but so what i would do is i would put i would place my arcanauts first go okay well the arcanauts are going to stay on objectives uh, and then I'd wait for them to place their entire army because most of the people I played were playing like one through four drops. It's like, okay, so I get to see their entire deployment and now I get to uh -huh. decide where I want to put Gotrek. And so <laughs> I look at the scariest thing on the board and say, okay, Gotrek goes here. Um, and then I'm like, okay, now where do I want to put 
my uh, thunders. The thunders can go behind the screen. They're going to sit on the other side of the board. So Gobchik's on one side, thunders on the other. I don't I get to choose where the ironclad is going to go now. And so the ironclad sometimes goes right in front of Gotrek. So where the big scary monsters want to go and kill the ironclad because the ironclad is exposed because I usually put him in front of the screen. And so people go, oh yeah, well, that should be an easy kill. I'm going to go in there. And so they'll send their big scary monsters in. And I'll be like, yeah, half charge. Um, if there are multiple big scary monsters, sometimes there's like two or three stone horns that are coming at me or... Uh, a bunch of like a screen unit that's actually wants to eat my charge first or so eat down each hell first um i can either half the charge on the uh, on the screening unit so that the big thing comes in and i get to shoot it or i can just redeploy if there's too many big things that i don't think that i can take and if i redeploy behind gotrick now gotrick is behind is in front of me and my ironclad or i can actually redeploy gotrick forward which i did in some cases because they came close enough to come to the ironclad that gotrick just move forward and so um, it turned into situations where it's like, okay, well, I just need to make really easy charges. Now, unfortunately, I kind of talked about this before. I had a five-up re-rolling charge against a Mega Gargant and the two of his homeboys that were right behind him. Gotrick just needed to make it in to win the game. I just kind of, kind of just, I failed that five-up twice. <laughs> so oh, no. if, uh, if Gotrick fails the charge, like you, you have to, with this list, you have to plan two or three turns in advance um, because you're like, okay, I have to assume, I have to know what my opponent's going to do and what he can and can't kill in his turn. And then he'll come to me and he'll be probably around here. So Gotrick needs to be in a position where he can make that charge. Um, and then in the following turn, Gotrick needs to also, Gotrick needs to use his double uh, activations, usually to move six inches to get behind the thing that charged him in order to be within 10 inches of the thing that was behind it. So when he makes his four inch move and makes another charge afterwards, he can cross the board in two turns. That's that's what I was trying to do for most of these games was like leapfrog off of people coming to kill the Ironclad with Gotrek. <laughs> and so um, uh, one of the good things about taking Warp Lightning Vortex in this list is that I never, by not having a one drop or two drop, I would tell my opponent, hey, this is what Warp Lightning Vortex does. <clears throat> it's really scary. You probably don't want me to go first. And they're like, yeah, we don't want you. I don't want you to go first. And so they move forward, and then I'm like, okay, now you're right in front of me. I'll drop it right on top of you now. And so... <laughs> uh, well, one question. If, you, if they make the decision, start of turn, you're going first, how would you deliver the Vortex? Because you already redeployed. So um, typically... so. I'm going to use some examples from the games I've actually played. Um, in the first game, I was playing against Stonehorns, and I had put the chemist inside the boat with the ironclad and then redeployed it so that I was within 19 inches of his army. Um, mm -hmm. Or, sorry, not 19. Stonehorns move 14, so 14 plus 6 is 20. So I, would, I put myself at 21. Now, the, uh, the Warp Lightning Vortex have a threat range of 26 inches. You can put it within 13, and then the ones in front, right? Mm -hmm. So I can be comfortably 25 inches back and still deploy the, uh, the Warp Lightning Vortex where I want to. It's not for damage. It's to put between me and my enemy and say, you can't run to me. Um, you know what I mean? Like, the damage mm -hmm. is kind of extra. In the first turn, the damage is great. Um, 
in my second game against like the daughters of Cameless, ended up winning the tournament. Um, I was like, okay, I need to put my chemist in a position where even if I don't take the redeploy, I can still drop my warp lightning vortex on top of Marathi. Um, given the fact that most of these deployments now are so small, like you're only going to be 24 inches away max, uh, unless you're on device, which I'll get to in the third game. Um, and well, you know, a lot of them are actually 18 inch deployments. You don't really need to actually redeploy to get the warp lightning vortex where you want it to be. So the chemist can just start on the ground for a lot of these situations. Mm -hmm. Um, so in that situation, I actually had the chemist on the ground. I just chucked the bottle at her uh, in the first turn because she uh, he made me go first in that one because I didn't actually end up redeploying the ironclad. Um, the only problem with the reason why I lost that game is because I was like laser focused on killing the snakes and then I didn't kill any. In fact, I did like three wounds total with my ironclad when I was buffing it on twos and twos <laughs> for everything. Um, he just made a lot of five ups. And then in the third game, the vice against mega gargants usually you'd think the vice against mega gargants you just lose because the mega gargants just move on to the center objective on turn four and then you just can't win mm -hmm. um but what i ended up doing is i redeployed my ironclad he had three in one corner and then he had four mega gargants by the way he had three in one quarter and then uh one on the other and so i said okay um who do you want to go first and he's like well i'll let you go first and i'm like okay so i chucked my warp lightning vortex on top of his three and he said oh yeah now i can't take ferocious advance because I can't run with three mega uh, gardens. <laughs> so I denied a whole secondary by just dropping my warp lightning vortex on one. Uh, so, and then I just a question. You redeployed the ironclad in front of the the mega gardens. So there's three the three guys, and then he decided not to take the first turn. Correct. Um no, sorry, no, so sorry. Let me let me rephrase this. <laughs> there was three, and then there was one, and then my yeah. ironclad was here. Okay. I was in front of the one. Not in front okay. of the three. Then remember, twenty-six inches of range means that I just need to hit one of them with the uh, with the no run bubble, mm -hmm. and so they can't do ferocious advance. Now I actually ended up hitting three of them because they were. I was not actually. I was. Uh, I think eighteen inches away uh, when I did that, mm -hmm. and so I dropped it. Uh, I was okay getting charged by two mega gargons because I would stop one and kill the other one on the charge. I was not okay with being charged by three. So I put myself in exactly the location where I knew that where it could be, and I could still apply my uh, warp lightning vortex. Okay. So in that I, situation, I, I kind of failed to see how you kill one mega gargan on his charge, but okay. Uh because I had a so so I don't. Gontrick. Um, Gontrick <laughs> is way back there. If he takes the first turn, um, and he comes at me, he leaves his objective behind, so he can't take monsters takeover either. Uh, but so if he Did, comes out, didn't at he me, have a, a kicking guardian, like a kraken eater? Didn't he have he one? He did. He never used it though. Just, a kraken no. eater, it has to kick it. Um, yeah. Because now, the now they take control start of the turn, so he already controls it, so he can kick it straight away from the first turn. That's true. Before they uh, need I guess to wait a turn. It didn't matter so much on the vice because it was going to move anyway. That's true. But... Um, but so so if he charges me. I'm going to get maybe 12, 15 damage on it, on the charge um, from Unleash Hell and Last Word. So I don't kill it on mm -hmm. the charge. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, the, and the bomb drops, maybe. And then the Admiral and the Engine Master inside will do another maybe 6 to 10 wounds. So he's down to 10 or 15. He doesn't kill the Ironclad. So then in my first turn, 
I kill him in my first turn. So now by the end of battle round one, I actually killed an entire Mega Gargant with only 500 points in my army. That is not a situation as a Mega Gargant failure that you want to be in. You know what I mean? More like more like 700 points. Seven, more like 700 points. <laughs> Correct. But the rest of my army is moving up, and Gotrick is moving ever closer to the center of the board in the vice. Mm-hmm. The reason why he didn't charge me is because, like, well, you don't, as the Mega Gargant player on the vice, you don't want to lose Mega Gargants when you don't need to. You know what I mean? He gets nothing yeah. out of killing my Ironclad there because he wouldn't kill it with one Mega Gargant. I would also actually probably heal to make up the damage. Um, not not entirely, but like it was uh, it was a it was a war stomper like the weaker one, yeah, okay. not the uh, not the not the gate crasher or the kraken eater. So I was not actually scared of it. And when it actually did come into combat with me, he did four wounds. So okay. um, wow, yeah, <laughs> I was not scared of That's... that. Okay, um, a question regarding your list: Would you consider because you said you want to bring Godric like forward? Uh, a vanguard battalion for Gotrek to run auto six. Um, let's see. Do I have the heroes for it? I do, because uh, I could take it. And then you're yeah. you're probably right. And your um, master and Gotrek and maybe ten Arcanauts to just run forward. No, I think you're 100 percent right. Maybe going forward that because I I was spending the CP every turn anyway just to auto ten. You're correct. Mm. I think I would change that. Um, now that said. Uh, I'll, I'll finish recapping this real quick. The third game um, that was the vice against the Mega Gargants, I ended up losing because uh, I killed the last or killed one of the Mega Gargants, and he fell in my Arcanaut uh, <laughs> company. That always happens. Yeah. And then uh, that was my broken ranks. So that was my wild, hold hold the line, and I just lost from uh, from that. It's unfortunate. And then of course, uh, the the gatekeeper came in to my ten Arcanauts and killed four of them. Sorry. 10 Argonauts and my 10 Thunders and killed four of them. The minus one to hit makes a huge difference. Like the Fumigator mm-hmm. is really good. Um, so they lived. They were holding the Mega Gargant in place. Gotrick moves forward. I'm like, okay, Thunders are like holding them down. They're like, come on, Gotrick, we need you. Come save us. And Gotrick's like, oh, yeah, I'm taking a nap. And so he failed his <laughs> Uh And so that was, a, that was the game there. And so I lost two that tournament. Well, technically I lost three because in my th- fourth game, I was playing Bone Splitters, and his, his first turn took an hour and a half. His first turn, like not the first round, it was his first turn. Um, and so I basically tabled him by turn two, but there wasn't enough time for me to win in points because it was one of wow. those uh, one, two, or four for holding your back objective, and he took my home objective in the first turn, so he was up by three. And so I wasn't, <laughs> able, to, I wasn't able to actually win because we ran out of time, and I was just like, oh, my God, like you have four models left. The only reason how, like, do, how do bone splitters take that long? That's like luminous amount of that's a luminous amount. Oh, uh, it was of time. it was a lot of it was a lot of like rules clarifications, like, oh yeah, dude, your pigs don't hit on twos and twos because they cap out at threes and threes. Uh, it was that and it was like last word, does it work, you know, when you unleash hell? Um, can you actually yada yada yada, this and that? Like I loved mm-hmm. it. The guy was great. I loved the guy. He was I would love to play him again in like a non competitive setting, but it was a lot of like Yes, we're not playing 2.0. We're playing 3.0, and these are mm-hmm. how the rules work, you know. So, so that was a like. And then, to be honest, I did kind of feel bad for tabling him the way that I did. So, I I think I eased up a little bit at the end. And then I was looking at it. And I'm like, wait a second, I lose because I run out of time. Because <laughs> so, um, I I doubled him going into two and three, um, and yeah, I just I just came to this realization. Gotrek made a he failed a charge that would 
basically have secured it because there was five pigs that could walk onto an objective if he didn't make the charge. Um, and so, yeah, I, I kind of let off the gas a little bit and then time ran out. And so that was why I didn't go three and two. And in my final game was against Piece of Chaos, which is not really anything you brag about. <laughs> I mean, if, if you'd lost that, we would have we would have kicked you off the show. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to point out something real quick. Do you know what that terrain piece does? It's a minus the one to save minus aura. One the entire, yeah. When those it just slowly gets bigger and bigger and bigger. When those Bulgors come in on turn three and you have a minus three Ren coming at your Ironclad, that's kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of scary. You don't, because I've never had Arcanauts like survive and win in combat over the course of several turns. They killed the, the, the Gores that were like hitting them. But when 10 Bogors come out and eat the charge for the Unleash Hell, and then the, the Bulgors come in with their, you know, damage three weapons and minus three Ren. They have some stuff. There was a reason that guy was at that tournament. <laughs> you know, like... So, talking about Arcanauts, why, why do you chose the grand strategy hold the line with like 30 with only with only, uh, with only 30 Arcanauts? Uh, I only failed it once. Let me just put it that way. Because okay. um, I, I always struggle. I, I never know what to choose of these. Because three or four of them we can't do. And the other ones are just like Pathline. Uh, I have Arcanauts. Like I'm not gonna kill all your your heroes. Like, so my 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 thought process is have reasons for your opponent to do everything. Um, my opponent wants to kill Gotrek in certain situations. Uh, if they have if they have a shooting army, they want to kill Gotrek before he makes it to them. Um, in the case of a melee big charge army, they want to kill my ironclad. In the case of like um, you know MSU, they probably want to kill my Arcanauts to deny my uh, my grand strategy. My thought process is if if I say oh a prize possession keep my Iron my Admiral alive, if the Ironclad goes down, I just lose the game. If mm -hmm. if the thirty Arcanauts die, I don't lose the game. If they went and tried to deny my grand strategy, well, those three points often do make they make a difference. Win or lose, yeah. So but I'm not too sure about. <laughs> um, losing the game because of that. I mean, let me put it this way: I usually lose from getting tabled if all thirty Arcanauts are dead. Um, the one time it mattered was with the with the Mega Gargans, and he made honestly, honest to God, I think it was a bad decision. He walked his two Mega Gargans all the way around the backboard of the to chase my Arcanauts who were in the in the far corners. Like he crossed the entire board with two Mega Gargans to kill two hundred points of my army. Um, he only had one Mega Garden contesting the center on the vice against Gotrek. That is not something I, I would, if I went back and looked at it, I would say that guy was making a mistake. He should not have done that. It only worked out because mm -hmm. Gotrek failed the charge to begin with. Um, because I had them so far back. And I sometimes have 10 arcs in the, in the Ironclad, right? Like it just, people have to go out of their way to kill the third one, usually. And, okay. uh, they don't usually have just random stuff sitting around. I don't run into shooting armies that aren't daughters. Let me just say that, you know. Skaven, I haven't run into yet, and I'll probably lose against Skaven. <laughs> um, but but usually they're not just picking off arcs for no reason. And then you can just battle shock me, and, and then you have one arc sitting around somewhere. And like, do I really want to charge my my Stonehorn into one arc and not company, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's a handy thing about arcs. You can with the gold, you can just make them bad shot immune. You know, yeah, yeah, that's like the number one, one reason for their gold now. It's just yeah. pretty much what I use their gold for. You're sitting exactly. on objective, you roll, you re-roll, and then you spend a gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, a couple of questions uh, about your list. Andy K says, did you consider putting Kojak in Hunters of the Heartland so he can be roared on? Someone told me that after I had submitted this list. Um, and I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Um, <laughs> I would do that going forward, but at the same time, I almost don't care because if they, if a giant monster comes at me that feels the need to roar at me, I'm probably fishing for sixes anyway. That's the thing. If they roar at him, what, what are you going to do with that command point? All that defense. Okay. All that defense has actually made a big difference certain, sometimes. But usually, yeah, it's just oh, like, well. Like the plus one to hit. I'm re rolling everything. So I'm probably looking for sixes. <laughs> you, you probably have a two yes. up on Randable. I, I just need mm -hmm. to do Mortal Wounds to you. That's what Godric's for. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if Gotcha can stop some god beast from killing my ironclad for two turns, that's a pretty big deal. So uh, one of the I, I did a salty run back against uh, some dollars of cane player um, two days ago with this exact same list, and so I said, okay, you know, I made my mistake um, against the daughter's player earlier was trying to kill the snakes. What if I just killed everything else? And so. Um, I placed my ironclad to the side. I had Gotrick. I just sent Gotrick straight towards the snakes. And so he spent four turns killing, sorry, not four turns, four shooting phases killing Gotrick with the snakes. And that, is a, that is a trade. Huh? I'll use, he used both snakes. Yeah, yeah, he's taking both snakes. And so he, you know, he shot in the hero phase at Gotrick. He shot in the shooting phase at Gotrick. He shot in the charge phase at Gotrick. And he shot in the shooting phase again with Gotrick. And Gotrick still made it to combat with them. Um, and then he died to the to like the I think the fifth one, um, but I didn't I didn't kill a single snake with Gotrick. It didn't matter because Gotrick for 435 points ate up 560 points of shooting for two turns, and so in that time my ironclad picked up the rest of his army. So so sometimes Gotrick is just a distraction card effects. A lot of people look at him and go, oh my god, he's scary. I need to kill him. And in this list, it's like, well, he doesn't actually need to do anything. In fact, mm -hmm. sometimes I just run him onto an objective that nobody else would live on and just sit him there. Uh, in the case of like the, the new focal points, I could just drop Warp Lightning Vortex onto the center objective, run Gotrek into there, and then it doesn't matter if he has a four-inch move because he's stuck there. Uh, and then if people want to come into the Warp Lightning Vortex and fight Gotrek in Thunderdome, then I guess they die. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, so they had given me a lot of options. Uh, yeah, my experience with Godric is people don't think like I need to kill him, but people think I need to stay away, and they just ignore him. They just ignore him, and he's zigzagging over the board, not getting like if he gets close, they redeploy, and he's not getting into combat. He just needs to be. He needs to be supporting somebody that wants to get charged. So, so like, oh yeah, a lot of people look at thunders and go, oh, I'm gonna go kill them. Well, Godric's standing nearby. You know, like, do you really want to go kill those hunters? Yeah. Oh, but that's an expensive it. babysitter. It is. It is. But that's why the ironclad pushes hunt that. You know, when I said that the ironclad activating in three phases basically makes it a 1,000 point model. My ironclad always makes its points back um, because people are coming at them. I, I kind of bait my opponent into taking the first turn. If I kill 200, 300 points of screens, 
in my first turn, which is the, you know, unleash hell and stuff. And like, I, I just baited off something. And then in the shooting phase, I pick up some other stuff. Then the ironclad is paid for itself. And then Gotrick being a babysitter is okay. And then if something comes to kill God, uh, the, the thunders and Gotrick kills them, then Gotrick's paid for himself. And then the thunders are still there. So um, I've actually not really felt like Gotrick was a mistake at any point in me taking him. I just felt really bad to fail the five inch that I was kind of like, okay, Gotrick, I'm putting you off to the side for a little bit. Otherwise, he performed his job perfectly. And in that case where he failed that five inch, honestly, I just kind of deployed him in the wrong spot anyway. I was I was tired. That was game three of it was actually my game six because I had played three games again the day prior and three games hmm. that day. It, it gets tiring. <laughs> it does. It really does. I, I like the bait and switch idea that you explained towards the beginning. Yes. And that's a clever way of doing it. That's, that's Psychological warfare. It's really hard, though. Like, I, I can't stress enough how if you don't know what your opponent's army does, like, I, I, I know a lot of them because I've played, yeah, I either own them or I've played against most of them. But in the case of the Beast of Chaos player, I almost lost the game because I didn't know what his army did. Mm. You know? <laughs> and, so, mm. and so I put my Ironclad at the front there, and I'm like... You're playing Beast of Chaos. What are you going to do to me? And then so he chucked his Taurus thing at me. You know, the, the, the Taurus. And he almost killed all my heroes. And I was like, oh, oh, I could lose the Beast of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Plus, so, they keep coming from all edges, like from all the board sides. They're like fives and tens and fives and tens each round. Yeah. Like, they keep bringing bodies back. And it's like a, a fight against time. Like, kind of shoot faster yeah, than cool. they keep I, appearing. Yeah. Yeah. And so. If you don't, I would not recommend this list to anybody who is like who doesn't know fifty percent of the matchups. Because because if you if you think that you're oh my ironclad will survive this, like if you don't know what a tear guys does, you don't know how survivable a stonehorn is. If you don't know what you can and can't kill in the charge, then you probably don't want to be. If you don't want to not have first turn, let me just put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, I know generally what can kill me. Uh, and what what to be worried about because I've died. <laughs> I've failed enough times for it to work, but um, yeah, you, you gotta you have to know, you have to know. Otherwise, you you just take first turn with a battle regiment and just do your thing, and then let your opponent do their thing. This list is like I know what you do, and I'm gonna stop you from doing what you're doing, and then you're just gonna do nothing on your turn. Then my turn comes around, I kill you, and then I double turn you, and then I kill you again, which happened three turns, three times actually that tournament. Cool. Okay. So yeah, okay. more and more KO is looking like this control, uh, more, more of a control army than an Alpha Strike army. In Mornar, yes. In Mornar. Yeah. I do agree that Zilfin and what everyone else is doing is actually like being proactive is really nice, but if you can't mm -hmm. kill the two up on rendable god beast that's coming at you, then you're not going to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, although you can still take like a navigator or two in, in over. Oh, so I'm saying, I'm saying. I'm saying Alpha Strike versus Control. If you're playing an Alpha yeah. Strike list and you can't kill the two up on Rendezvous, that's what I was saying. That, that's yeah. my problem with KO. I don't think we, we can kill yeah. anymore. Mm. One Rend, there's just with, no Rend. Uh, and there's potentially a Control list in Zilfin as well because you can still just put the screen of Arcanauts in front of their army and Warp Lightning Vortex so they can't fly over them. True. And yet they can charge the Arcanauts, but it's 100 points of Arcanauts. And that's all they did for their first turn. That's true. 
the things that have auto dispels kind of scare me. But yeah, there's there's not an incredible mm, amount of that. Texas to be is gonna eat eat the vortex and they go. If you go eat. first against Teclas, you win. Like, yeah, I, if <laughs> if he's in range. <laughs> the boards aren't big enough Teclas? to hide Teclas. You can't hide Teclas anymore. Mm, well, there's these corner deployments where he's out of reach. Um, like out of yeah, out of well in. But if, if it's Teclas, he'll usually have the sub allegiance where he just spends two eighth of quartz to give him plus two to his save and then just goes fire. Mm, well, they still on the no, three. no, mostly now they play Zytric just for the the plus one and repeat spell. I don't know, the super spell stuff. Just mm. okay. barely uh, casting stuff. But yeah, like, Teclas gets to a like a, that, that two up unrendable really quickly as well. Know. He has a three up, he has a four up naturally, makes a big yeah. difference. Okay. <laughs> he's a free up, but then he, if he doesn't go first, he doesn't have his five up. Yeah, so it's so, just yeah. 16 wounds. Yeah. Just 16 wounds on a three up. On a three up save. Yeah, it's manageable. If 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 he doesn't take first, but then he's doing something wrong because Teclis wants to start. To get yeah, all he does use one. Up, well, all those. But that's up. why you have two drops and just... Yeah, one drop, two drop. This, well, the, yeah. the Teclis list is a one drop. That's kind of what I was... Oh. Yeah, one, one or two, yeah, usually. Okay. And he still uh, has the range to get you. I think we need to move on. Uh, before we do, quickly, a question from Lars in the chat. He's got seven gun haulers and 24 wizards maxed out with drill cannons. Oh, dear. Is that a question or is that like a statement of it's war? It's just flexing. It's like <laughs> how to make the use of them. They didn't do a lot of damage in 2.0. Um, it's got a lot more out of shrapnel and rigors with hangers and swords. Riggers is just mm. I I'm not sure if you need more than six now. At this point, wardens. Just wardens. Yeah. You there feel you look good. There's a thing yeah, with but, drill cannons, but just, it's never gonna be you're never gonna be tabling your army with drill cannons. It's just about having that threat that so no. you can so I want to you're going to get three mortal wounds out of those. Yeah, yeah so six. in 2.0, the amount of wounds on the table was average around 150, I think, for uh, like the enemy armies. Somewhere between 120 to 230 was, was usually the gap range of like the amount of wounds that enemy armies had. I feel like in 3.0, most of the armies sit around 90 to 120 wounds, um, unless someone's playing a horde. And that the difference, because it comes from people playing God mm. it's not as you don't actually but need. The then cannons. you have more effective wounds because of all the wards. True, but yeah. the minus three rend, and then like you, you don't even need to make the mortals. <laughs> you have minus three rend on those drills. Yeah, but then then I'd rather go for skyhooks with two rend, but the guaranteed three damage. And I, I would too usually. But it's the free wound, yeah, great one damage. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's still, I think it might actually still be on average higher than uh, what you would get with a two up because you at minus three, you finally get someone to minus one. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you finally yeah. put someone on a four up save, whereas the three up for yeah, you know, it is guaranteed three, but it doesn't matter if you're not going to ever get it. Yeah, I think so it to, answer, to answer I the question, seven gun holders, I think. They're good, but they're too expensive to play seven. And the same as with Engine Riggers, they're too expensive for what they do. MSU Engine Riggers might work, but it's not enough bodies in. No, I mean, Their output is not good enough. 
the 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 final or oh, I think it was the last list we looked at last week uh, that Depp <coughs> uh, his tournament. Um, he did go three and over with it, and it yeah, did but have Skywarn's on. Yeah, uh, but he did have drill cannons. That was the thing, as he was using. He did have basically six drill cannons. Um, but they're much cheaper than engine riggers. Yeah. If you take seven. So <laughs> if you've got those engine riggers, then you can uh, you can just build like a couple more sky wardens to be the last two men in the unit, can't you? Although he says they're all converted with goblin crews. So uh, <laughs> maybe you can't just quickly build them. I don't know. I feel you, bro. I have 34 balloons yeah. sitting on the shelf now. Um, not sure. I'm using like six maximum currently. Mm. Just wait for the next book and they'll be better. I mean, Skewless. Come on, Max. Skew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, think, uh... I think you can go three and you could maybe go three and two at a tournament with them. I don't think you're going five. Oh, they can definitely do stuff, yeah. but it's not the, the optimal. No unit, uh, yeah. sadly, yeah. sadly, yeah. I mean, there is maybe something you can do with riggers being counter charge units behind. You know, you push forward some screens of arcs, and the riggers are sitting behind, possibly. But uh, there's going to be things that they cannot charge and they bounce off of. Probably, mm -hmm. they're not going to grind out. Uh, let's move on to Carl. What you're going to take to Old Town Throwdown? next week so you change yeah. things up a bit well, so slightly different what first of all what why do you change things is it just because you want to do something different or is it because of the ruling with you know or is it what is it just your border go trick or not border go trick i love god trick and i, I kind of <laughs> wish i put them back but then there's there are certain things that i realized um the previous list does not have damage to really capitalize if someone forces me to go first turn it only happened i think twice where um someone forced me to go first but then it was like max was saying it didn't i couldn't reliably kill one thing it didn't matter to me so much because i was like oh, i'll just pick up all the little things mm -hmm. but in it to have the opportunity to possibly kill one thing is good so having a flare pistol with 20 arcs that can go into an ironclad has the possibility of killing something. Um, what I wanted more, though, a like Gotrick was great, uh, but Gotrick, you have to. I would say that you have to think more, but honestly, this this list is actually I have to think even harder. <laughs> Gotrick, I have to plan where my opponent is going to be so that Gotrick can be in the place that he can take care of him. This list is like, I need to plan where my sh uh, soul soul snare shackles are going to be it's not very long range so i need to be standing in the place where i want to put it next turn one or two turns in advance <laughs> so, um but so what i wanted here especially actually was the uh the knight and cantor with a uh auto unbind um there are certain things in this game that you don't want your opponent to get off ever um like they mm. usually call spell portals. <laughs> spell portals. Can, I don't care about the bridges. spell portal. I care about the thing coming through it. Yeah, but if there's no okay. spell portals, they can't even begin to put the thing through it. No. Nah, or the, 
double command point spell from Teclis. Yeah, that's actually that, total that's an annoying one. No. <laughs> um every every army's got their one spell or even one. sometimes they've got two the they've got they've Hand of something. Master Darkness those things or it's a big exactly. buff thing you know a thing that does make them do more wounds or explosions more, more or something. yeah, yeah exactly. always... Some, somebody will have their oh my my dude has plus three to cast i really want to get off or of mm -hmm. glory right like uh if you have an auto unbind you can stop someone dropping a comet right on top of your army you don't want to get hit by geminids in this army because geminids shuts off redeploy and unleash hell um yeah it's just uh Having an unbind in your list is just key to me. Like, I feel like you just kind of need one. Um, and then, because I have a knight in Cantor, it means I don't need to take Voidstone Orb on the Navigator. Mm -hmm. um, so I can take the Flare Pistol. And then, so by taking 20 arcs, um, I can start with the Chemist. Like I said, the Chemist doesn't actually need to be in the boat unless in specific battle plans. Or not even that, actually. I can decide if the chemist wants to be in the boat after my opponent deploys their entire army because my my drops are so high. So so the chemist, if he's on the ground, he can buff up the Arcanauts and get them into the boat and the boat can go forward. Because uh, I don't actually need to redeploy the boat very far forward in the first place. Sometimes it just goes right in front of the, the arcs within six inches of them. The arcs, the 20-man arc unit will be on the ground with the chemist somewhere. The Ironclad will be in front. So if they take the first turn, they'll come at me. I can only shell and stop someone from charging or redeploy backwards, yada, yada, yada. Or if they make me go first, I buff the chemist on the uh, arc knots, throw the um, the warp lightning vortex forward, buff using a uh, mystic shield onto the ironclad, get everyone in the boat, run forward using the navigate thing. Uh, the navigator's uh, 1d6 extra move, so I go at least 12 inches um, with the run because I go 11 plus 1d6, so at least 12. Going 12 gets me on an 18-inch deployment within 9 inches of the uh, of the opponent. So with my pistols, I can put my arcs into the screen, or if they came closer, like if I got higher than a 2, um, get within range to shoot something in the back with the arc knots, then I can flare pistol it and then alpha something. Um, the important thing is really being able, if someone forces me to go first, being able to pick up every single screen so if they charge me, I can either kill them or half their charge and move backwards. So um, it's it's a lot of trying to punch above my points value because half of my army is actually sitting in the backboard. With the Thunders, with 20 arcs, which is not half, but it's, a, what is that, 500, 600 points, uh, 500 points of the army. I will lock down one or two objectives with the, uh, with the 20 uh, arcs and then the Thunders. Depending on the opponent, I'll be within three inches of the arc screen, or I'll be uh, outside of three. If I'm forced to go first, I'll be outside of three. If I am forced to go second, I'll be within three, because um, I'll, you know, in the second turn I'll go forward. Um, because if you get charged, like if you if you're taking first, um, sorry, let me let me kind of re-say re this again. When you deploy your Arcanauts and your Thunderers. Always place your Thunderers more than three inches away from the Arcanaut company um, when you're deploying. Because if you're forced to go first, you can... Uh, it's reversed. <laughs> it's reversed. You place them within three. Mm. 
You place them within three. Mm -hmm. Because if they go first and they charge into you, you can only shell with the uh, only shell with, with the yeah. extra shot. Yeah. Yes. If you yeah. go it if you go first, two and a half the inches. Sorry again. Probably needs to be two and a half inches because they could if they know about your extra shot, then they can because you know, if you're three inches back and they go base to base, then you'll you know you'll be within you'll be three inches. But if they go half an inch away at the end of their charge. That's true. I, I was saying, yeah, away. you're right. You, I, I didn't mean yeah. to say within three. I meant to say directly behind. Um, yeah. I actually don't care if they hit me with their one-inch weapons because I want mm -hmm. the fumigators there to protect the Ar Argonaut company. Mm -hmm. So so you deploy directly behind your Argonauts because if you're forced to go first, you can fix it and space out. If you're forced to go second, they charge into you, you get your Unleashed Hell, and then you can back up and then do it again. But in uh, by spacing yourself out, if you get double turned, you can unleash hell twice. That's that's kind of what I want to hone in on. Um, and then you can still hold your objective. Uh, I used to, in playing 2.0, the thought of spending 500 points to protect one home objective was, was I couldn't imagine it. That just seems silly. <laughs> but in this game, it's usually hold one, hold two, hold more. Well, I don't need to hold two. Yeah, you don't need to hold. Because I can hold. always walk on to the second one. So yeah. I only need to hold one. So if I could hold one constantly the entire game, I can win most of my games. You know what holds one objective really well? 20 Arcanaut Company and, mm. uh, and the Thunder Group. Because I don't, I don't need to, I don't even, very rarely do I need to hold three. And I won't deny my opponent um, any points by holding that third one because they'll probably just walk onto it and score it too. So if I can hold two, then I can just win on points. And you really only need to hold two. That's kind of why I liked Gotrek before, because Gotrek would help me hold two. Um, but uh, in this list, well, I'll just throw throw the uh, Warp Lightning Vortex on top. I'll throw the uh, ah, Snackles. Sackles. We were joking about it. We were saying Soul Snare Snackles. Um, <laughs> but I can't say it right anymore. The Shackles will go onto the objective as well. And then I can just kind of slide in there with, you know, maybe 10 Arcanaut Company or something. Something that just needs to stand on it for this turn because I'll shoot whatever is on it the next turn then walk onto it again. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I have a question regarding something that you said a couple of times now that you like to place your ironclad in front of your screen and then redeploy behind it. Not always, but yeah, there's something you, you can... You mean do. the redeploy that way you redeploy D6 or the redeploy from... For Mornar. Oh, sorry. You're correct. Because um, the D6, I, then you need to roll a six to get. I do it. need to say opportunity privateers. I really have to. I have to uh, okay. specify. Because I thought uh, like, okay. Then he he needs a six because the, the base is like four point okay, inches okay. wide plus a one inch from the Arcanaut base. Like, he needs more than a five. Like how's no, he no, guaranteeing? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Is he always uh, let me <laughs> let me let me try to correct myself here. Um, six inches worth of twenty Arcanaut company is very small. Uh. It, it takes up like maybe one yeah. side of the space. If somebody comes to me within three and I redeploy, I don't need to go over the screen. I just need to go any X amount of inches away from that. But how, um, how are they getting within three? And then you... Stonehorns move privateer. very far. Anything with pinions moves 24 But you inches. need to do the opportunistic privateer before anything moves. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let me uh, like, let me try to spell this out again. Sorry, my bad. I'm kind of I'm kind of over the place. Imagine my opponent has a four drop army. 
Yeah. I place my 10 arcs, 10 arcs, thunderers, and then my ironclad. Mm-hmm. Actually, in fact, I could really just place my ironclad, my admiral, my navigator, my navigator, and that's yeah. four drops. Mm-hmm. I have given up zero information, and they have placed their entire army. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not the only one short, don't we? I need to I need to like I need to like have tabletop sim open and I could draw dots here. Yeah. I have this idea in my head. Okay. But yes, imagine yeah. that I have placed my ironclad and four three heroes inside and my opponent okay. has placed yeah. okay. the entire Where is the ironclad now? Doesn't matter. Is it in front of the ironclads or behind? Uh nowhere. It's <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> the ironclad is dead. The ironclad is gone now. There's no ironclad. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. The ironclad is placed literally anywhere. Doesn't matter. Just okay. place it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. In the corner. Um, Three arcnauts. Ignore the shackles. <laughs> and, a, and an ironclad in the corner. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, no, I, the correct way of doing it really is actually the ironclad and then the admiral, navigator, navigator, because it gives up zero okay. information. Because um, yeah. that's four drops. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on the board except for those four. The opponent has placed their entire army. And now I get yeah. to look at it and say, okay, what's scary? What do I want to be in range of with my warp lightning vortex? Where do I want to go? Where do I think this is going in two turns? Um, what battle plan is this? Which second, which battle tactic do I need to take at the start of this first turn in order to max out? So I need to plan ahead if I want to do ferocious advance. I need to plan ahead mm-hmm. if I want to take aggressive expansion. I need to plan ahead if I want to take savage spearhead. Um, I have to. You have to think of all these things. Mm-hmm. Right when your opponent has finished, put, uh, I, in fact, they're usually placing their entire army. So I'm start. I start placing mine because I'm like, okay, they have these things down. I know what those do. They're going to be here. I need to watch out for the X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So now, let's say I place my Arcanaut Company ten, Arcanaut Company ten, and then my uh, my Thunders. They're going in a screen around an objective um, or two, depending on the battle plan. Um, and I, those are down. And now I just had my 20 Arcanaut company in my chemist place. So I'm looking at their army and going, okay, what needs to get hit by Wart Lightning Vortex? And what can 10 Arc, uh, what can 20 Arcanaut company kill if I get within nine inches? So I take my measuring tape and I, I look at the scariest thing on the board and I say, okay, what's your moving characteristic? Plus six. And that's how far away my ironclad needs to be. Plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that thing will never make it to combat with me if it goes first. If it goes second, then I can double hit it with navigator so it won't make it to combat with me. That's that's um, all going through my head when it goes in, right? And so... Um, lest they have bonuses to charge. Correct. Correct. That's huge. And I like, or that. Kairos or Siege Destiny Dice. <laughs> Mighty Destroyers um, will move and then move and then charge with plus two is a lot. Mark crushers are, are really scary. Uh, crushers are really scary. In that situation, I actually would just literally just stand behind my screen and just walk mm-hmm. up the board slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm giving a most case situation against Mark crushers specifically. Don't do anything because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wait for them to make a mistake and overextend, and hopefully don't kill anything with the war chanter buffs, um, and then just hope that you kill them when they when they're really far away from the rest of their army. Uh, you know what I kept? 
forgetting about more crushes and uh, iron chores, my destroyers lets you charge in the hero phase. Yes, don't move into there. Yeah, well, actually, so... See, in, in the first game, I moved my iClad, you know, started shooting things, killed all the chaff. Um, half the more crushes movement was like, yeah, sure, go ahead, come and charge me. I've got two overwatches and a half charge waiting for you. And he's like, cool, I charged the hero phase. Like, ah! <laughs> ah! Yeah, okay. Mm. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, no. That's Again, this is what I'm saying. If you're playing Mornar, you have to know what your opponent does. Because if you're redeploying, you have to know what's coming at you. I 100% um, agree with that. I have been dumpstered by Maw Crushers so many times, I know what they do. <laughs> but on the other side of the board was Kragnos. I didn't want to be on that side of the board. Kragnos is less scary than the yeah. Maw Crusher. I'll be completely honest. He's got a Ren 4, he's got a Ren 3 damage 4 weapon. But you That's... can stop him from coming at you. You can't <laughs> stop the Maw Crusher. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, so you, yeah. You, have to, you, have to, you have to know. You have to know. Um, but so did my explanation make sense? So, so we. Uh, I don't think you ever, yes, have ever yes, actually yes. explained the redeploy bit, though. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, so you, you I measure you out. Before it. Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting to it. Yeah. I measure out movement characteristic plus seven mm -hmm. from the scariest mm -hmm. thing on the board. And I say, okay, here's the no-fly zone. I cannot redeploy anywhere in this. Yeah. Um, the the 20 Thunderers have not been... Sorry, the 20 Arcanut Company have not been placed yet. Okay. They're still on the board. Sorry, they're still on the, on the sideboard. I can put them in the Ironclad before I redeploy it. Or I can put them on the board within six inches of where I plan on redeploying my Ironclad. Does that make sense? Yes. So, mm -hmm. so, um, I look at where can where do I want to place myself? Is it safe to place it here, or should I not? And then I say, okay, this is a safe place for putting my ironclad near my deployment within six, so that my arcanaut company can get in. So they will get it in. Or if it looks like there's somebody has placed one mega guardian by itself on the other side of the board on the vice where it can't be supported. I'll put my 20 arcs inside the, the uh, ironclad and I'll put my chemist inside the ironclad and then I will redeploy my ironclad right next to it and say, okay, do you want me to go first or second? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. You leave yourself mm -hmm. these options until the last possible moment and then you, uh, then you fill in. That's what I like about deploying after my opponent has placed their entire army. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. then you can just look at it and say, okay, what do I need to do to win this game? give myself the best opportunity to win this game by not placing my 20 thunders and my chemist until the last two units i leave myself all of the uh, all of the agency to do what i want and then they look at it and they go you know what i actually don't want you to have the first turn <laughs> and so they come at me they do nothing and then i get a turn and then i have the possibility to double which is nice but what's even better is not getting doubled because in our mm -hmm. army we just lose so I get the advantage of basically playing a battle regiment because I get to choose the pace. But I also get the advantage of being able to deploy after them because I get to see their whole army. Does that make sense? Yes. Now it's very, very difficult and sometimes I wish I was playing Iron Jaws because I really don't want to think that much. <laughs> it's just easier just to go no. forward and take Mon Crushers and win games. And the trouble is you're doing all this thinking before the game's even started. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> which is the trouble. And it's the exact same issue I used to have with KO in the first book, which is like I was low drop and I was trying to make all these decisions about whether or not I wanted to take the first turn mm. and what I was going to do because I had to decide whether I wanted to take the first turn or not before I deployed and without knowing what my opponent was going to do. Exactly, this, right? You're, you're kind of doing the same thing, but also the opposite, because you're just waiting to see where your opponent does everything and then making your, all your decisions based on that. So um, the most important thing is to give yourself the best of both worlds. Like, you don't put yourself in a situation where you're okay with going either first or second. That's the most important thing. Um, because you get to see their entire deployment and hopefully you know what they do, you won't lose the game in one turn usually anymore i don't think um because you, you need to play smart if someone's playing shoot cast they can just shoot the ironclad off the mm. that's not a thing anymore actually shoot cast doesn't exist because it doesn't have a super battalion mm. um yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know it just doesn't happen because the mm. things Whoa. that will kill you in one turn usually can be stopped by a screen unless you scave it with lament light unless you scave it in which case I, there's nothing I can do. If I get massive oh. saving player, I'll just I'll just concede. I'll just be like, hey, dude, you want to go get some beers? Like, you know, <laughs> I can't do anything. It's, it's the mortal wounds brain. It's like yeah, sixty yeah. sentinels with lambent light on the ironclad. The ironclad's gone. So in that situation, I'll just put my ironclad in front and say, okay, kill them, kill the kill the ironclad, and then my twenty arcs will be there, and hopefully they can do something. Mm. At least they're at least they got out of the boat and they're there, and they're like. We're we're in a position where I'm. I need. I just sixty sentinels. If I can't hide away from them, hmm. I do have an auto unbind. So really, I could just point at the uh, the one light of hish that's going to hurt me the most and just auto unbind that one. Um, but yeah, sixty sentinels is scary. <laughs> Definitely very mm -hmm. scary. Find the, some mystical uh, terrain. Unbind the, something. The issue is is whether you can do or what you do if they make you go first. Because it seems to me it's all about the bait, so that they take bait. first. And the issue, the games that I've had problems with, is where I've been forced to get first, and I haven't been able to do enough damage, and then I get double turned. Um, and you could sit back and you could, you know, not go aggressive in the first turn, but then it's, you know, whether you, you still yeah, want to do don't, something. Don't, don't do you? anything in their first yeah. turn. They didn't gain anything because they're still out of range or not yeah. getting into combat. You can usually they score get max double, points. Okay, they get the first turn. The, the most important thing you do each round is score the most amount of points possible. Mm -hmm. I can score five, six points in the first turn and not move at all sometimes. Or, I mean, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get onto an objective, but you don't really extend mm -hmm. or you don't overextend. You don't move anything important. You move, like, you know, 10 arguments. Yeah, end. so um, you just have to, if you're forced to go first, you're in a situation where you're against an army that you don't win against. You can't kill them. You can't really fight it, and you can't survive the damage. Give yourself the best possible chance of at least scoring the most amount of points. Because a lot of these, um, maybe against 60 Sentinels, I'll take Savage Spearhead, and I'll say, you know what? I'm never going to get to the other side of the board unless I go first. So if you give me first right now, I will score a Savage Spearhead, and then I'll get ahead on points. And then next turn, I'll take Aggressive Expansion or Ferocious Advance. And then hopefully at some point in this game, I can take Broken Ranks. If you can just consistently 
with one or two models get through the game scoring max points every single battle round because you can do that you could win um you just kind of hope your opponent makes a mistake if they have a better matchup against you mm. with, with the, i found with these kind of lists it was it is pretty easy to just just grab that four points up uh, five points yeah five points every turn just hold two objectives do a secondary. Two objectives, mm -hmm. do a secondary, and just keep them off the other ones. With yeah, you don't need to kill them. Very distractions. <laughs> you the, could the hold your objective, you... or you could come after my, my ironclad over there, which is, you know, popping some shots. Which is worth nothing. It, it bleeds yeah. no points. That's mm -hmm. the thing. That's the greatest thing, actually, about the ironclad. If they that go out of the way to kill it, it doesn't, it's not a monster. Um, mm -hmm. Usually, they don't take Slay the Warlord when they should. Sometimes the admiral just dies getting out of the boat. <laughs> you know, like yeah, um, because yeah, they weren't attacking the admiral, so they yeah. wouldn't take him. So, so mm -hmm. I, the I issue, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The issue I've been having is if you take flare pistol, is it really incentivizes you to go aggressive? Like, and that was part of the reason why I put it in. It's like, well, okay, if I get made to go first, then I have this tool. To, you know, I can potentially kill something very important, but it's too, it's a trap. It's like a, it is a trap. Uh, it's a big trap. And the trouble is, if you don't use it, then it's like, okay, they're going to target your navigator. You know, they're going to be targeting your nav navigator. If they know what Flare Pistol does anyway. But then, is that a bad thing? No. Because it's like, that was actually, it's that like... came up. That came up. He was hitting my Flare Pistol constantly, put him down to one wound. And I was like, mm. there's a reason why flare pistols here i i didn't actually use it i didn't fire it a single time till turn three um because as long as the kill force dave was not being the main target of his attacks hmm. yeah it's the same thing as you were just saying about the iron gladders they put all their effort into the, the navigator then yeah you're still scoring on objectives and so they're not hitting the ironclad they're not hitting the gale force dave they're not hitting the Admiral if they're really going for that Navigator with a Flare Pistol. Mm -hmm. My list added it as a bonus. I didn't even... I, I know how it works without the Flare Pistol. I don't even need to fire it to get mm -hmm. the kind of um, gameplay I want out of it. It's just the fact that it exists. It's like having a nuclear option. Mm. You, know, <laughs> you know, you don't need to fire it. It just exists. And so your mm -hmm. opponent has to play around it. Yeah. Same with the Warp Lightning Vortex. I, I baited this guy into taking the first turn and killing my chemist. That's all he did. He killed my chemist. He's like, you were, I bet you weren't expecting that, were you? And I was like, you took the first turn to kill my 90-point model yeah. with a nice... <laughs> yeah. Did you get anything out of that? I don't think so. Um, yes, it's all yeah. baits. Everything is smoking mirrors it's in this list. It's the same thing we said with bomblets on an Ender Master as well. Yeah. You tell people, hey, this is... Uh, you know... Two plus, it keeps doing mortal wounds. My record's 19. And then, then they go, ah, I'm going to kill that guy a lot. Oh, you should do that in Zon. <sighs> because you give him positive bomblets and he gets back up on a two-up and you just send him out and he tries oh, yeah. to kill him. <laughs> that, that would be hilarious. Okay, so, I mean, we're two hours in now. We did have the old town throw down the other lists. I don't think we've got time to go through them now. So maybe that'd be. I'm a, sorry, I talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's it was good, useful 
informative stuff. We've we got there on how you redeploy stuff. Took a while yeah. to you know get it into. I need we need a I need a way to draw like so we can go into a yeah like, go into to... a blank screen. I can get control of the marker and just be like, okay, this is where this is. This is yeah. where you need to be. This is what's happening, and this is where we're gonna go. Mm -hmm. Well, um, we should probably make that work. Uh, I could be kind of, I think I know a way you can do that in future in future shows. So uh, possibly in future shows. I also I also need a mouse. Because using the mouse pad, mouse pad for this is a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you try to do it on your phone. No, it work. Uh, so yeah, I don't think we'll look at any more lists. Uh, Carl, was there anything else about this list? Uh, Volley cannon will always fail you when you need it most. Mm -hmm. <laughs> on average, it. So cannon. I like it. I like it because I'll shoot it three times a turn. Sorry, three times a battle round. On average, it should do the damage it needs to. But yeah. when it matters the most, I had a stonehorn coming at me. I had three wounds left. I just needed to, you know, roll average. And I rolled a five, a seven, mm. rolled a seven, and I was on forty six. And I was like, well, this is where the pendulum swings back. Mm. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I love it. The volcano I still think is a great take, but um, it, it will. You have to be prepared and understand that if you rolled really well on the previous two sets. The third one's gonna suck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had the um, not with the body cannon, but I had literally the quintessential thing with it with uh, the ke two chemists in the same list. One of them rolled, I think it was a sixteen for the three d six shots, and the next one rolled four. It just it just happens. <sighs> you average out eventually, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, out of the two lists, do you think this one is better, or I think it's. Um, if I was a better player, this would be a better list because it has all of the tools that I want to do what I want, and I also get inspired. Which I, I, we didn't—I don't know if you mentioned this. This is forty-five points under. Mm -hmm. I could take Aether Wings, you know. I um, but the fact that I have inspired means that I can actually give plus one to wound on the on the uh, Arcanaut Company to go to threes and threes. I can go mm -hmm. plus one to wound on the ironclad in the same phase to go twos and twos. Um, yeah. Or sorry, or, yeah, actually, yes, I can get to twos and twos if I put them on the ground or if I get damn terrain or yada, yada. There's a lot of actually different mm -hmm. things I can do here. And then flare pistol. I can have the opportunity to spike if I really need to, if the stars align. Um, so this has more tools. Soul snares path. Shackles. Shackles. Um, is a great tool for somebody who knows the game more than I do. I, I will just kind of like throw it down and say, oh, it looks good. But um, this is a hard list to play because, you, like we said, you do need to have all of the game basically planned out from the beginning of the game. Um, taking something that's just Zilfin with 20 uh thunderers just blowing someone up in the first turn it would be a lot easier and you know, maybe but the it, way to go it, it, troubles, it doesn't work um and i thought uh admiral will send the chat is he, he's struggling having issues with super high save monsters and that's the trouble mm -hmm. if you do go for like you know the 20 thunderers in a ship and it doesn't Can't always build. work um, so just Keep them back. Just hold them yeah. back. This is the kind of list that just says, you know what? You got your scary god beast. I don't want to fight it. Mm -hmm. I will kill the rest of your army consistently. Circle the wagon. 
Yes, I will go all the way around you and you'll hold one objective. I'll hold two because all I need to do is walk six guys onto an objective because you count as five. Mm-hmm. I think the issue with these lists is a lot of people can write these lists on paper and then when it comes to playing them, it's a completely different kettle of fish and you know your bloodlust can get the better of you or your excitement <laughs> in, the, in the heat at the moment or, you know, or it's just as you don't know your opponent's army well enough. That too. Um, Sometimes the dice fail you. That that's another yeah. thing. You can you can do all the perfect moves in the world, and then you could just fail. I don't know one in thirty six one in thirty six chance. So <laughs> you just one. roll. It's like here have eight three plus armor saves and your ironclad. Cool. Ones and twos. Ironclad's <laughs> dead. Mm. It happens. I played uh, Phil the other day, and I got he had to make eleven four up saves. Come on, rules have been made ten of them. I was like, okay, that's it then. <laughs> that's just, just the way that nah. one's gone. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. You just yeah. hope it happens when it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you hope it happens to your opponent. <laughs> it happens to my opponent. It actually did happen last night. I, he failed every save up until turn three, which he picked mm. up my entire army with one stone horn. Mm. Uh, the thing is, is uh, you always have negative bias on memories. So you always remember when you have the, the bad stuff happens to you, but you, you don't mm-hmm. necessarily think about it when it happens to your opponents. Like, oh, they just exactly. fall once for their saves. You're like, <laughs> oh well. You just, you just remember the glory. Uh, okay, so I think we... Well, we haven't covered everything because there's a whole load of lists we're going to talk about, but we haven't got time. So we'll talk about them next week, probably. Uh, you could flash them real quick. This was actually like... the Barak Mornar uh, list discussion in disguise. Yes. Navigating the Skyport. Barrett Mornar. Barrett Mornar is very much in favour at the moment because last week we had a lot of Barrett Mornar lists as well. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll quickly put them on. Um, you can also see them on there's a document that Old Town Throwdown has put out. I want to pause real quick. I want to say I think Jeremy is actually a better player than I am. So I'm yeah. excited to see what he does. Is that a custom list? Custom Skyport? Yeah. yeah. It's not the only one, Con. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't stop. <laughs> We can't stop. I'm actually well, really scared yeah. of this list. Um, if you want to carry on, I will just disappear. I'm glad to forget to gun holders. Oh my god, that's five votes. Ooh. I can't um, stop this. Like, I get carried into... <laughs> no, do we're going to get carried carry away. Guys, or do you want to... Because I don't know if we can well, talk we'll about this quickly. Because mm. it's something that's I'm really sure we have to... to... I don't, I don't think we pick. do the list justice if we just skim through them, so mm. I think maybe we... Because I think there's, one, there's also one with two iron guys. Oh. So. Let's just look at them real quick, so we'll spend okay. like four minutes on sneak each peek. one. Sneak peek! This, this is a, uh, the after-credits scene, the, the sneak peek for next week. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, so... we'll know who wins, right? So out of yeah, the three yeah. of us, or three or four KO players. I can't um, remember. Wait, we'll find out in a second. Okay. Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy oh. is a fantastic player, so I expect him to do really well. This is a scary list. Go on to the next one. Uh, okay, uh, next one, Josh. Um, so he's got one oh. hero in this list, which I think is risky. But he's got Titanfall boost. What? This is the list I came up with in, when we when we did our our first list. This is the exact list that I came up with. Custom Skyport, oh, okay. two Ironclads, twenty Thunderers. Dump two ironclads in face, warblinding vortex, boom. Okay. This is the alpha strike of alpha strikes. Yes, this is terrifying. I looked at this and went, 
I feel like I saw this somewhere. I know that right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, well, if I run into this, I can't move and control it at all. <laughs> so I hope that he gives me first for no reason. I kill the chemist and hope I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This list, if it doesn't go first, it's screwed. But when it goes first, and you at this point, you just go, right, Alpha Strike is still alive. And I'm, if this doesn't make it happen, nothing will. I, I think that it's possible that he might lose to God Beast before I get paired into him. So that's what I'm kind of hoping mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. With this yeah, list, Arkan's going to have a field day. I think the only difference yeah, is going to go in one list. ironclad and then he's going to go into the second ironclad. And... Uh, uh, the one that you That's proposed it. originally didn't have tough as old boots. I think he's just put that in there to make that chemist a bit more survival. But, um, that's true. I, mean, that's that's pretty true. Much, I don't know if there's any other ah. differences. Oh, oh yeah, I just one. had random generic bad command trait because it doesn't really matter that mm -hmm. all that much. Uh, another one, uh, Scott Adams. So he's got he's got uh, Barrack Sylphen. Oh, the old Sylphen move. Two chemists, Endra Master, Retrigal Suit, Endra Master, Foot, Go Trek, Trek. 40 oh. Arknauts, 10 Thunders, and 9 with the Battle Ram and the Skyhook combo. So we've got some Mortal Wound output there. So for this one, I would win just because I Rat Trap Gotrek, and then the game kind of just goes from there. Mm. I have a flare pistol and he doesn't. Hopefully that's how it goes. Mm. But uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's I also got um, arcane tome on the chemist. I mean, I don't think flaming weapons. Does flaming weapon work like on the chemist? Does that I work? I mean, he, he gets a spell law. I mean, he's probably going to just be doing Mr. Seal, isn't he? Uh, I, I'm not sure I so. why he had. I think Zilfin, you need something like um, like Warblighting Vortex, because otherwise there's no real reason for this list to want to make a hero phase fly guaranteed, high. Guaranteed charge with the background. Yeah, but he's... Oh, he's got the battle ram, I guess. So maybe... Oh, mm -hmm. he's got a great Skyhawk and... Okay, so he wants to charge something with it then. Mm -hmm. yeah, fly but then wouldn't something. you just have a an, an Admiral in there instead of... Yeah... See that Endon Master can't the, with the Endon Harness can't hitch onto this thing. But well, you can sit inside. Not, not with the uh, dirigible. Oh. dirigible. Dirigible. Yeah, yeah. Dirigible can't okay. hitch on with this thing. Mm -hmm. With the with the comp they they made yeah with their FAQ. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, and then there's one more, which is uh, Shane Lambert. So this is Barrett Urbaz. Urbaz. Interesting. Three Endra Masters, two on foot, one in flying, one navigator with Voidstone all. Uh, Endra Master and the Vanguard. Where is he going? Where is he There's a couple to? of interesting <laughs> things about this list because there could have been more stuff in the battle regiment than there actually is. Well, what else is in the Vanguard? How does, does that end? I think there um, is some areas with this being submitted, like some staff of ocular being... optimization doesn't work. Yeah, how does that? that? How does that have? Oh, that yeah, have... I saw that. The... Well, that might be. Is that, a, is that a Lee special? That could have been special. I'm pretty sure. Really cool. <laughs> but there was we definitely can't... some. These were a last minute addition to the uh, screen share as well. So, mm. Um... Mm, no, because he has the void stone orb, uh, and that's it. He only has one artifact. On. He's forced to use gen a chemist supreme for his. Why would you make the chemist a general then? 
Well, Kama uh, Supreme is kind of. Maybe it's for the engine riggers and the thunders. Mm. Yes, you can buff both of them. I mean, you reroll ones on six engine riggers. Yeah, no, this is too much gold for nothing. Uh, stupid boat trade. Um, yeah, because you can't use yeah. the gold. You know, you could use the gold twice in the phase, but. Uh, we'll see how they get on next week. We're, we're going to these lists in more detail. Watch, watch Shane like just beat everyone. Like all, <laughs> yeah. every. This is Probably. the only one going to the top tables. Probably. I'm, so, I'm it, putting it, my stock in Josh. I've never because actually, he, I've, I, I've never actually gone that list. I want to see how it does. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll see. Where, where's we'll see my vote happens. of confidence, Crot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so is there any more? Is well, you spilled all your secrets. Yeah, all I did spill so all my secrets. Yeah, anyone watching this show is going to be like, yeah, okay. they know they know about the bait and switch now. So, okay, uh, yeah, we have to call an end there. I think. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, hey, we Max, did in fifteen minutes. Crumb. We did that fast. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks everyone for watching. Uh, if you like the show, please hit like. Please subscribe for more AOS and KO content in the future. And yeah, we'll see you again next week, Skyfares. Bye. Till then.